this week on the program. Did you ever see Hulk Hogan wear a wig? You do in this one. It's Mr. Nanny. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Hulk Cabin. And I'm Clint Worthington. And we hate movies. Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. We are talking Mr. Nanny from 1993, directed by Michael Gottlieb. And we are happy to welcome friend of the show, Clint Worthington, on finally. Here you are. What is going on, my friend? Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I just, ever since you guys um, have started doing the, to do this podcast, I knew that you needed a fifth white guy. So I was very, very happy <laughs> to you. fill that important role for you. Thank you Fucking so much, Clint. Finally. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm a film critic uh, out of uh, out of Chicago. I also famously do the podcast Travolta Cage with Nathan Rabin, who most of you, I believe, have guested on either that or our previous iteration, Nathan Rabin's Happy Cast, where we go through the filmographies of one Sir John Travolta and one Sir Nicholas Cage in chronological order because we're very fascinated in them by like col- as cultural figures. And mm. want to figure out like what makes them tick. And at first, it was going to be a contest to see who's better. But from episode one, we knew it was Cage. So <laughs> it's more of an anthropological <laughs> thing at this point. But on top of that, I also run my own site, The Spool, that does film and TV reviews and podcasts. And you can also find my headlines at uh, Consequence of Sound, Vulture, IndieWire, Nerdist, a whole bunch of places. I'm way too busy. Please tell me to stop. I was going to say, dude, like just you describing all that shit, I was getting tired. I'm exhausted right now. (laughs) Uh, So we are here. This is, let's see now. We definitely did um, Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. We did that as a live show one time. And we did, what is the other one? No Holds Barred. Yes. No no Holds Barred. Um, What are we missing here? Also, Gremlins 2. uh, Oh, sure. That's right. right. Yeah. That's Gremlins 2 should be available on our Patreon. Yes. Very soon. Ro- Rocky 3, we've yet to get to. Um, I do want to... Yeah, I mean, like, there's that um, that Three Ninjas movie, which may or Mega Mountain. That also might uh, be coming up because we, we haven't, at this point, haven't done our Listener Request Month uh, poll yet, and that thing was requested 6,000 times. Uh. So we'll see. <laughs> we might be going back to Hulk Country. We're not sure yet. Back to back months of doing Hulk Hogan movies. <laughs> Fuck this pandemic. God damn I like it. it. How about how about a Hulk cage or something, Clint? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. That'll last. That'll last nearly as long. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have to be like it would be Hulk and James Earl Jones. Something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you yeah, can't have yeah. cage again. It has to be yeah two yeah. two figures of equal cultural import. Yes, for sure. James yeah. Earl slash Hogan. We should say, just because I accidentally said James Earl Jones, we should start this off by saying that Hulk Hogan is a racist. So yes. just want to put that out there. Right, right. What was Absolutely. that again? What, can we, let's, let's, let's go down memory lane here. I think yeah. he was in, it was in his sex tape. He just went on some rant, right? Well, am I, am I wrong? I, I, I made a joke, trans, like at the last uh, uh, episode, like when we're, this is coming up, made a sex yeah. tape joke, obviously. But now, like that dude took down Gawker. He could take down <laughs> WHMPodcast.com. It is sleep 
Yeah, he's going to get the lawyers back out. Yes. <laughs> you know, here we go. Big legal allegedly everywhere, but I Thank think that you. guy's yeah. allegedly a huge racist. Well, it was it was it on the sex tape that he was using the n-word or was it someplace else? <laughs> I don't know. I let's, do not know. Yes, let's the please sex tape figure is, out when he said the yes. n-word. When he orgasms, he says it. Because I mean, that would be a real bummer because that sex tape was, was one of the greatest lines in American home cinema is when he burps and just goes, "Ugh." Ate too much pork. <laughs> it's a good you know, one. I, I meant to rewatch it before this, but I forgot. <laughs> Dude, I was looking for it. Oh, you were he got it he got it scrubbed from the internet I think he might have because I couldn't find it. Because I was I was because I was trying to find out A where this this N-word thing happened because it was just sort of like somewhat related to the sex tape. I was like, is it in the sex tape? If so, I guess I have to watch it. Oops. But it's not around, which is a, a real bummer. I, so he's a scumbag, from, allegedly, we should say. Right. I for for what I remember, the only thing I remember about the sex tape, which I have not seen, I'm just reading pieces <laughs> from Gawker, R.I.P. Sure. Gawker, was uh-huh. I feel like there's one point where she, he like weeps to whoever his partner is, and then about like how small his penis is. <laughs> oh, is that right? Really? I feel like that happened. Is I that could also be this? very wrong. <laughs> Please don't sue me for defamation, <laughs> Terrence Hogan. Well, Listen, you'll get, you'll, yeah, you'll get to it on your Hulk Hogan podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, actually, before we get started, I do want to just really hit hit play really quickly. Coming soon to theaters. Hey! Oh, here we go. Okay. It's the VHS trailer game, everybody. America's favorite game show about obsolete materials. We are so excited because this is going to be a guest version. We've got someone on the guest team, uh, Clint Worthington. Now, uh, the guests have five points thus far, so you can bring the guests up. You know, you can you can bring the guests over Eric Siska is what yes, I'm guessing. Easily, easily. But <laughs> but as people know, as people have come to find this VHS trailer game that Steve courageously invented so he doesn't have to play in it. <laughs> All the points go directly Definitely. to Chris Cabin. There's some yes. weird, like, dark money thing happening. It's all zeros yeah. and then uh, 60 right now, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Yeah, that's oh, wow. <laughs> no, I have some points. Yeah, Alright, let me, let me do the roundup here. Uh, yeah, as are, of right where now. Are we at? And we it, should say this is including mm-hmm. the new total from our Terminator Dark Fate show, which if you didn't see it, Sorry, it's gone. But we did play the VHS trailer game on the show. At yes. those points, Steve, you said counted in game, in season. They do, but you know what? I didn't write them down, so I got to put them. Wait, I got to put them back. <laughs> oh, son here's, of a here's bitch, the thing. bastard! It's, it's very easy for you, Steve. So just take all those points and just give them to Chris Cat. Yeah, whatever the top. <laughs> so that was there were three of them, I think. So that's yes. fifteen points. To no, me. no, no. All right, we so can right, wrap it up now. Actually, no. So the, first of all, one thing. All right, so the pre uh, Dark Fate game, which I will have in the next one. Uh, the points are: Andrew has nineteen. Okay. Uh, Eric has eleven. Which isn't bad. Rigged. And then Chris has 26. Um, <clears throat> and the guests have five. So Clint, so Clint, I really do mean it. You could beat Eric here. You could really come up, come up and come over the top on Eric, which would be nice. I will try to honor guests past. So That's right. Uh, and the, the prize is, obviously, uh, obviously is uh, the winner at the end of the season sometime in August will get to use the We Hate Movies slush fund to create a cameo of their choice. And now Stephen Tobolowski is on the board, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> That's rad. <laughs> Using Tobo would be a cheat, though, man, because like we've we've had Tobo on the show. You know, we, yeah, have, Tobo's con- we have Tobo's contact information. 
Yeah, but the only way you'll have me on the show now, Andrew, is through my cameo. (laughs) Pay up, motherfucker. (laughs) Exactly. You got deep pockets. (laughs) Mark McGrath or nobody. Oh, that's a good one. Actually, though, what is the Hulk Hogan status on cameo? Because that could be (laughs) something. That is a, that's a great question. We'll have to look into because that. Because if so, I won and he was on there, I would just mm-hmm. do, all right, Hulk Hogan, you just have to tell everybody that you had too much pork. <laughs> <laughs> and then please, Terry, managed yep. to do it without using any racist slurs. Yep, that's going to cost you $20 million, brother. <laughs> you just got sued. <laughs> Hulk Hogan does not seem to be on cameo, but Siobhan Fallon Hogan is. Oh, nice. Oh, no, that's that's close. Yeah. Dancer <laughs> in the dark zone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right. the way this works for Clint, uh, I'm going to uh, read out a series of clues. The second you think you've got it, you should uh, hit your buzzer there, which is going to be right in front of you. And uh, the way it works is uh, there's going to be five clues for each movie. Uh, each one uh, descending in order. So the first, first clue is worth five points all the way down. When you guess in-game, uh, you're out for that round. So if you guess and get uh, it wrong, you can't guess in subsequent clues. Seems fair? Yeah. Nope. Okay. So this, <laughs> is off, <laughs> so this is off a 1993 VHS tape, just to put you in that mindset. Mm-hmm. The first two are uh, coming soon to theaters. Uh, even so much so, I'll, I'll, a little clue, uh, not even a uh-huh. clue, but are, are these are real like teaser trailers. They didn't have any footage of these movies yet, which is kind of hilarious. Oh, okay. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and okay. the third one is a, what do you call it there? And the third one was a coming soon to video. <clears throat> Round one, the Game Master's Clue. It is a comedy sequel involving a treasure map that has a one of a kind subtitle. <gasps> Eric Siska. Uh, uh, City Slickers 2, Curly's Gold. Yes, Legend of is, Curly's Gold. That's five big points for Eric Siska. Oh, nice. <laughs> See, dude. Oh, See? wait. No, but what? I'm sorry. No, those go oh. to me, remember? Right. You're, I'm that's sorry, true. Eric, but you that's don't get true. any. It's a, They all go to me. Uh, the cool thing about this trailer is literally just Billy Crystal jogging with a cow. And it's just like, Norman, we got to get in shape. The new movie's coming. Huh. Oh, <laughs> Norman, here sucks. it comes. <laughs> that yeah, sucks. It's, it's really something. Uh, Seatbelts, okay. Norman. Seatbelts. <laughs> I mean, that's that. Both of those are stay tuned, right? I haven't seen either of those in oh, the totally, oh, total stay tuned. I, I had ju- a, a nonsensical crush on the woman who plays his wife in those movies when I was a <laughs> I, kid. She's the I lady like from it. the Langoliers, too. Sorry, Kevin, what are you saying? I just rewatched City Slickers, and it starts uh-huh. out like a fucking Bergman movie. Daniel it, oh, Stern dude. is yep. getting yes, like yes. divorced. It's fucking nuts. At the grocery <laughs> store, right? Yes, he fucks uh, uh, Lisa Simpson. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't she knocked up? Like that's the thing, is like she comes in and she's like, Daniel Stern, I'm pregnant. Wait, we should we should mention that the actress who plays Lisa's voices Lisa (laughs) Simpson. Smith, you want to call her. It's not Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it's not deviant (laughs) art or uh, something you see pop up when you try to get torrent or something. You'll never believe what Peter Griffin and Lisa Simpson (laughs) got up to. I would love a lewd drawing of Daniel Stern fucking the Simpsons. (laughs) Please don't. You know what? Give your personal email. DM that to Eric, please. I mean, how do you even do a porn parody of Bushwhacked? I ask you. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Eric have been working on one for many years now. Uh, It's coming. Quarantine's the perfect time to finish that. Guy fucks the simpsons has a has a little drink watches little leno no. has a cigarette goes to sleep 
Anyway. All right. So uh-huh. uh, round two. Here we go. Big points for Eric there. Let me, actually, you know what? I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. Uh, hey, good yeah, idea. That's okay. actually a theory I should be working on that you're just like not writing down all my big wins. Uh-huh. No, there, there, are, uh, there are real, uh, what do you call it there, uh, uh, <laughs> clock watchers out there that have a better record than I do. <clears throat> Stop the steal. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. Round two. Game Master's Clue, a kids movie that was a previous episode of this program. I think Roger Ebert hated this movie more than we did. <gasps> Andrew Jupin. North. That is five points for Andrew Jupin. Fuck nice. yeah. Nice. See, Eric, it's the week for the losers, my friend. <laughs> we are catching up. <laughs> but as you know, those points go to me now right. because you, know, you guys don't get to win ever. You are saying the quiet part loud, Kevin. I think what's happening is Chris is just like, you know, he knows all the answers and he's just taking a dive right now uh-huh. to make this game seem believable for when he gets 70 <laughs> points next week. You got to build the horse race. <laughs> it's five dimensional chess. I've been uh, practicing. Alternate theory. Uh, Clint Worthington is cool. Is the cooler of Chris. You you get him on oh. here. He just kind of cools him a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah maybe, now maybe. that's that's a nice, a nice theory. I like that. Cool in the hot, cool in the I hot have, hand. I will have a mask. Massive dumps of, uh, <laughs> of trailer knowledge here coming soon. Uh, here, a uh, quick question. Tribune trivia, because I, I, I do all these uh, things that we never get to. Tribune trivia for North. This is the lone film appearance of Bryn Hartman, the wife and murderer of <laughs> Phil Hartman. I don't think we got to that on the episode. I actually no, I didn't know that. I think we did and cut it out. <laughs> That's well, well, cut entirely, it again. Entirely possible, yeah. <laughs> Who does so, she play? A serial killer? I didn't look at I didn't look it up, but I'm sure she just plays a benign woman. Gotcha. That was her credit, I think. Was yes, benign, benign woman. Okay, the last of these, which is actually, I would say, the trickiest. It's it's a it's a movie that time forgot. So that's actually Ooh. in my clue here. So much so that I actually put a little bit of the IMDB synopsis because I was like, what is this movie? Like I'd heard I'd heard <laughs> wow. of it, but I didn't remember it at all. <clears throat> okay. 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 Game Master's Clue, a little kid road trip movie that time forgot. Here's a snippet from the IMDb synopsis. Their plot to run away from home is disguised as a covert operation to get... Oh, uh, we got Clint Worthington. Is it Sam and Max? Oh, you're so close. I cannot give it to you. I, I, I got to give it to Chris Cabin who raised his hand. Josh and Sam. Josh fuck. and Sam. Josh and Sam. What in the ever-loving fuck is that movie? Because the uh, Sam is like an acronym, right? Yes, S-A-M. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Daryl. Oh, it's a robot? Yeah. He yeah, thinks a, he's a robot, I think. No, but yeah. what, I was, what I was reading up is that the kid, the older brother Josh, is like, Sam, you're a secret robot. You have to go, you have to fight a secret war in Africa, and we have to get to Canada <laughs> to stop that from happening. Yikes, the motion picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've it's seen this what? numerous times. I remember. I think I had this on VHS. It sounds mm. kind of familiar to me too. I probably saw it like on cable at one point, but the the, the selling wow. point is it's two like shitty kids driving a car, like they're little yeah. little kids driving a car around the country, kind of a thing. And, and that's the VHS yeah. covers they're leaning against the car, starring yeah. one Stephen Tobolowsky. By the way, in case oh. you're, you're wondering, which of the kids was he? <laughs> you, got, you got to write to cameo to find out uh-oh the, the s is steven and then well no it doesn't spe- there's no anyway steven acting machine <laughs> Thank you, steven acting machine 
Look at this cast. Acting Martha Plimpton, Tobo, Joan Allen, Chris Penn, uh, Maury Chaikin. Uh, then it kind of peters out. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, uh, many games. Yeah. So that's the VHS trailer game. Thank you all for playing. Uh, nice. Five more points for Chris, which kind of almost negates Andrew and Eric's points, but they well, still of count. Of course they do. <laughs> wait, wait, Chris, wait, wait. I got five points. Chris got, what, 17 for what he just said? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. He just does it better than you, dude. I'm sorry. I got to give him more points. The yeah. style counts. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so now, unfortunately, we do have to talk about Mr. Nanny. This movie starts off hilariously with Hulk Hogan, like, fishing on a pier. And yeah. it kind of, I don't know, it really sets the mood for what this movie is, right? He falls like, asleep he's... while fishing, yep. I think, because he had a big pork and sex luncheon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, like, because he's wearing that, like, obnoxiously large fishing jacket. And I imagine in all of those pockets are various snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I ran out of fruit snacks, brother. <laughs> the boat from Thunder in Paradise had just run out of gas, and he was just like, well, I'll wait for it to fill up. Oh, these are just Cheez-Its crumbs. Oh, boy. <laughs> Got this pocket full of, full of pork. Just loose pork. <laughs> I love that he's traumatized by professional wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> just he's having these flashbacks about getting his fucking ass kicked in the ring uh who did i see here i think brutus beefcake is in this scene brutus beefcake is jim the anvil Ninehart, and i believe uh kamala who i believe just yes. died right the they're all dead right yeah, i would george assume. the anvil the george the animal steel yes yeah. yes uh no brutus beefcake is still alive chris i'm pretty How? sure he's a wrestler <laughs> <laughs> great point uh yeah i don't know i wish we knew more about what this match was though because it is like a six on one <laughs> And it kind of it must be like due to the fact that this is supposed to be like a nightmare sequence because Hulk Hogan, I think, is wearing his fishing uniform in the ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was his. Oh, nope. Here comes the fisherman. You get the yeah. fish cook. That's a, that's a that's a finisher. They were really going for that like raging bull beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have to like really soak you into the the immediacy of the ring. And well, the best part about it is like because the credits are going over this too. And whenever a cr- new credit comes up, it freeze frames on him, making just another increasingly like grotesque face. He's one of the <laughs> ugliest human beings to ever headline a motion picture. It's and this movie terrifying. really makes it clear. Yeah. But, I mean, even, like, you, you, you would just hear the announcer saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, Beefcake has fishermen on the hook. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't throwing him back tonight, baby. <laughs> right. I, and we should point out that, uh, that Hulk is, is uh, credited here as Terry Hulk Hogan. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was, I think, is that not the case for all of his motion picture appearances? Because that's not his real name. No, his uh, name is his real name is like Terry Savalas or something. No, Terry Balea. <laughs> he wishes, man. He wishes. Yeah, not to be conf- not to be confused with Telly Savalas, Kevin. Yeah, uh, his name's yes. like Gene Baloney in real life, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, also really disheartening in these opening credits to see just how much David Johansson put into this movie. Oh, like, he put his heart and soul. <laughs> uh, performing, and like, he is the villain in this movie, such as a villain is in this movie, I guess. Um, yeah. And, yeah, just all of the music that he offered up, uh, either as himself or Buster Poindexter. I mean, what the hell did he owe Hulk Hogan? I don't understand why he's so involved in this movie. I feel like really he bothers had, me. I think he had to, like, show up at a Royal Rumble at some point, right? 
Well, I mean, he was swinging for it at this point, I think, with the acting, right? Because he was in Scrooge in 88. He was really trying to get somewhere. Uh, Car 54, Where Are You? is what, a year oh, after boy. or before this? Oh, wow. I that, forgot that he's in that movie. That's now. an I dare you to watch that movie. That movie is <laughs> so excruciatingly bad. I could, I dare you to walk, get through it. <laughs> I fucking dare you to find it. I don't yes. know where you can get that oh, movie really? now. It's, not, yeah, it's not around anymore, huh? No, that one's difficult to find. As I last checked it. Last time I, I checked. I wonder I don't know. why. I wonder if there's something in there. Maybe there's some racism in pork or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this is, uh, I was looking at it, this is the first time he was credited as uh, Hulk, uh, Terry Hulk Balea, ter- or Terry Hulk oh. Hogan, rather. Uh, you know, all of his other movies were Hulk Hogan movies at that point. Oh, yeah. okay. This is him trying for his Oscar. This is him <laughs> yeah, trying to transition into a more of a, a a star presence. You know, this is like when when The Rock started going as Dwayne Johnson more. And yeah, actually, exactly. Yep. Thunder in Paradise. He was also Terry Hulk Hogan, which is really something. This this yeah. seems more like a Saturn Award. I don't think he was going that big. <laughs> I think he no. was always trying to get around in that area. I will say this uh, also co-stars one of my favorite actors as a child, Austin Pendleton. Yes. Oh, who sure. has been in everything yes. that's good, it seems. He's he's great. He's a great uh, actor. He's like a New York theater guy. Played a real mm. fucking creep on a Law & Order criminal intent one time, I remember. He steals the show in Michaels and Vinny, in my opinion. Like, that that sequence with he's him so good. as the stuttering lawyer is just the funniest thing. Oh, thing. sure. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that was him, too. Yeah, no, he's totally great. Uh, yeah, he's the dad uh, in this movie who is an inventor... Uh, who's now on like a level of like a Bezosian kind of, I started this in my garage and now I'm right. super rich kind of a thing. Um, but he so, can't take care of his kids. He can't pay attention to his kids. No, this lazy widower. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which turns him into psychopaths. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. These kids are downright awful. <laughs> Disgusting little shit boy. Uh I don't. I didn't write down any of the kids' names, but I wrote down some of their other credits. The boy was in Rookie of the Year, and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. That's he right. played. Yeah. He played the same, you know, little shit boy yeah. through like most of the he's, early nineties. He's the beta friend in Rookie. This performance, this little shit boy, is the Marilyn Monroe. It's like this kid is the little shit boys as Marilyn Monroe is to bombshells. That's what we're talking about. This kid, oh, yeah, the best. Is so is so disgusting and so unlikable. <laughs> and the girl's right behind him, man. She's yeah. a little rotten piece of shit, too. <laughs> She's a strange little glass menagerie child. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I, damn, I don't have her name in front of me, but she went on to be... She was in the opening scene of Twin Peaks Season 3 being killed by the box. Madeline oh, wow. Zima. Yeah, and and like Zima herself, she kind of peaked in the '90s, and we didn't yeah, really well, hear much from her after that. Emphysema? <laughs> no, she's in she's in Californication having sex with people, <laughs> mostly David Duchovny, probably. Right? Um, and I do actually I remember her from her singular appearance on uh, not singular single appearance on um, that Perry Mason uh, reboot on HBO. Oh my god, yeah, she <clears throat> was in a season of Heroes. Yes. Oh really? Oh really? Which I watched the first season of that. It had to be the third because yeah. that's when I checked out. That's it, it had to be the third because that, that that I think it, she was like uh, what do you call it? Her, someone's roommate or something like that. Well, you know, I never watched yeah. Heroes, and I thought I was like missing out on this gigantic cultural moment, and I'm glad I didn't. Watch. Not even kind of. <laughs> Heroes this- was one of those things where like the first season was the only one that was worth it, and then they realized 
that oh this is popular we have to do this and then the writers are like oh we don't have any ideas (laughs) (laughs) it was supposed to be a limited series we don't know what to do or they were going to change casts every season i think is what i remember they were going to like do a different set of superheroes but they were like no everyone likes hero from heroes he's a hero (laughs) and uh yeah (laughs) Better than both the kids, especially the shit boy. And you're right. This is one of the all time shit boys. But uh, Sherman Helmsley walks in on uh, Hulk before he gets him the job. He's in a different movie, by the way. Yes, I I would agree. He knows what he he knows what this should be. Yes, you're right. Well, Sherman Helmsley, man, he was a fucking pro. He, yeah. he could he could spot shit a mile away. He knows what he's doing in this movie. He had to ca- he knew he had to carry all of these scenes. Yeah. Even yeah. scenes he wasn't in. You you see him eat that soup? That chili there? That's oh like realizing. What yes. is the detail there? Because he reveals yeah. to Hulk Hogan that he hasn't eaten food in a week. Yeah. And you're just like what is this part of this movie right now? And he's like, "Oh, here you go, brother. Here I have the rest of my Hormel chili can." But this movie's got that mean streak of like poverty comedy with Sherman yep. Helmsley. Like, yeah. not yeah. just that, not eating for a week, but also like there's repo men taking his hot plate while he's using it later in the movie. Yeah. There's the phone company guy ripping the actual phone out of the wall, which I don't think <laughs> they do. Well, I, I, my question is, and I mean, like, it's, I think it's a fairly good one, which is like, what is the pay structure that Austin Pendleton is paying these guys? Like, is it when the job is done, they get paid and, and nothing else? Because like, again, Sherman Helmsley, like you should be able to like make some money off this fucking rich millionaire, right? Theoretically. Yes, yeah. I, I think, think the, the way that he sort of speaks about the payment through various parts of this film i believe it is a when the job is done you're going to get some money because when, <laughs> when the kids turn 18 yes <laughs> exactly. you know, like, once the kids are out the door because he says something about like um you know oh well uh when's hey uh, hey brother when's the new nanny coming and austin pendleton's like yeah we're working on that but in the meantime uh we'll just we'll add more money onto whatever i'm offering you ultimately right. something like that Ultimately, what you really need is an assassin to take out David Johansson. Yes, be like, proactive. This guy's going to be after you. Or an assassin to kill those kids. Also oh, yeah. that, <laughs> if you want to. Well, we're, we're wallpapering over like the ultimate reason why Hulk Hogan and Sherman Helmsley are, are involved in this, which is like, uh, who who is it? Uh, Raymond O'Connor as like the sniveling security guy for Austin Pendleton is like, because I guess Austin Pendleton's like, find me a bodyguard for these kids. And Frank, who's in on it with uh, with David Johansson, whose character name I must emphasize <laughs> is Tommy Thanatos, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Thanatos, came out of the womb as a supervillain. Um, but his his whole plan is to like lowball them and is like, I need to find like the worst possible people ever. And so he's like, he knows that Sherman Helmsley's a piece of shit. So he's like, oh, oh. I'll just throw the money to him. <laughs> And this is what they explain in like the first scene in that, you know, abandoned warehouse district that every movie climax is in um, <laughs> right next to the shark pit or whatever. But he's like, I try. I'm sorry. I tried. I didn't know he ha- he knew this giant Hulk of a man who will like protect these children so you can find this microchip. So it was like the producers or something like they were trying to make <laughs> pretty the, much wor- the worst yes. bodyguard firm ever. And it, it's springtime for Hogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not hire an assassin to be the bodyguard Two two birds, one stone. You got it. You're all done. I think you're totally right. I think Steve. it would work. 
yeah, yeah. But he 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 had removed, he had outsourced, he had delegated. See, he's a good leader. He delegates mm. um, to Frank, who deliberately <laughs> sabotaged it. So this isn't about getting the good. So you're setting up a scenario where like this is the worst possible person for the job. Oh, he also delegates Parenthood onto Hulk Hogan as well. Yes, <laughs> and well, he doesn't even know he's doing that. He doesn't. He doesn't realize he's a bad dad. He Hulk never, has to he tell never, him. He never really realizes it. He's kind of like. I guess I should like at one point have a scene where I say to my kids good night or something, but that's like <laughs> the most he realizes he sucks. I mean, I think that there, there's a scene missing where it's like ever since my wife died, I just I can't deal with the kid because like you know he is seen it fawning over this one who my fan theory this woman faked her death right that was her way out of the situation <laughs> are you of course with those two kids and this fucking weird mad scientist that you're married to absolutely <laughs> oh my 100%. god my wife died a hundred thousand dollars was missing from my safe and then uh that truck exploded she's dead <laughs> like she is in mexico enjoying herself yeah she gone totally. girl herself mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> the bizarre thing about these kids is they still go to public school that's kind of surprising. And also the weird coincidence that it's the same uh, grade school that Hulk Hogan went to himself. I think they made it a public school so that it's like, oh, private school, there wouldn't be as bullied or there would be some type of infrastructure in place to prevent that public school. Oh, my God, these kids, it's open season on these kids. Can you believe it? <laughs> I was rooting right. for the bullies hardcore, man. Those bullies kicking the shit out of this kid. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, the bully that had that amazing mesh shirt. That was like a gray <laughs> shirt, like 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 he was ready to go clubbing in Ibiza, like right afterwards. Dude, it was, it was like the a, early '90s, man. We fucking oh loved mesh shirts. Like it was that. a homemade mesh shirt though, because it was like t- a t-shirt that was cut into mesh. Yeah, if you really yeah. look at it, it's like a real like wow. I saw that. A, I saw that on TV, but I want to be that, but I can't afford it. Kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no pattern there. They're just it looks like, like that cardboard cuts. mesh you get in like uh, like a packed package, right? Yes. If it's yes. not bubble wrap or anything else, it's like that. Yeah. So yeah, Hogan. I mean, yeah, Hogan takes Sherman Helmsley's uh, advice and, and shows up to this facility. He's attacked. We got our first action. We, first of all, well, we well, this Hogan is the first our, Hogan time our, we hear rough stuff. Rough stuff. He's on a motorcycle. Yes, obviously, yes. I just want to go fishing. <laughs> we got to yeah. mention there's a dog being thrown into the ocean in the background. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. This was great. I totally forgot that this was this movie. I had seen this on the internet a hundred times. I thought it was from Thunder in Paradise. And then, Eric, you tweeted it, or you texted me, or all of us, and I was like, oh, shit. No, And so I had passed it at that point. And I mean, when you are watching freight train running cinema like Mr. (laughs) Nanny, you do not rewind. So I waited until the movie was over, and then I rewound it. And then I showed Chelsea, and we all had a big laugh over it. All this bullshit about the fucking ghost and three men and a baby, and I don't hear any talk about the dog (laughs) growing and fucking Mr. Nanny. Like, this is bullshit. That was garbage. This this, actually happened. This dog is dead. This dog is dead. That's my question. Is this a malicious... You can toss a dog into the ocean for fun, like have some fun, Sparky, or is this I am killing my dog? Is that funny? (laughs) That's what's fun to you? Yeah. Dog tossing? I I think it's a real, like, and don't come back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if it was in a... If it was in a burlap sack, maybe, or maybe the dog was talking to the feds, possibly. I don't no, know. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, it is Miami, mm. dude, in the early 90s. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. not, it doesn't look like a small dog either. It looks like a Labrador, and you're yeah. just picking it up and hucking it into the fucking ocean. <laughs> Again, I say we should have our own Mythbusters type of show because we should get two dogs and start hucking them and see, which, <laughs> you know, if it lives. Mm-hmm. 
after a few, like we'll see how many hucks it takes. I'm, I'm sure that nobody will have a problem with that, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I want a Room 237 style documentary about all the theories <laughs> about the tossed dog. Yeah, I really want to get to the bottom of it, dude. I would, I would watch that new Rodney Asher documentary as well. Look, That's look, for, you know, for sure. You try to convince me it has nothing to do with the moon. You just go ahead and try to convince me it has nothing to do with the moon. There are clues if you play Mr. Nanny backwards and forwards at the same time. <laughs> you could start seeing some little parallels there. That's a good point. I yeah. I, I, I kind of want to like just yeah blow up the picture. Like, who was this guy? Track him down. You yeah, know get what a I mean? face on that fucker. Absolutely. I mean, the dog is certainly dead. 93 Miami, possibly Andrew Cunanan, un, unconfirmed. <laughs> but, but Chris, we, 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 we know the dog is dead. We saw it die on film. Oh, sure. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just, they, they, they cut right before the fucking gator came out. <laughs> American Crime Story, they cut that one scene out where he chucks a dog into the ocean. Now, th- that, that implies they would ever cut a scene in that show. Yeah, that'd be uh, yeah. And uh, I don't buy that. Good call. Uh, yeah, so Steve, you're right. Uh, he takes the job. He reports to Austin Pendleton's uh, office building. He has a run-in with a security guard at the gate here. And of course, you know, the solution here is not like, why don't you give him a call? He's expecting me. It's, I'm going to just start fighting this guy. Yeah. And and could, could we point out the slogan for the company? Did you guys catch this on the letterhead? Yeah. It's Mason Systems, where today is the tomorrow you dreamed of yesterday. Oh, fuck. That sucks. <laughs> That's, that's a long sure. and winding road that's to get to whatever the that's fuck like that is. That's like a Bond movie parody, like on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't fit that at the end of a commercial. Yeah, I guess so. I, I just I don't, don't like the question is what does this movie think it is? Because yeah, th- th- there's jokes like that and like the weird. There is a Bondy part of this, right? Obviously, Thanatos reads like a an awful Bond villain. Yeah, but then we're like, also doing Mr. Nanny and like you can't do both kind of a thing. I, I well, think. Th- this is the problem with with any, you know, Hulk Hogan movie, you know, where we're doing like the kid thing is you all you want this guy to do is kick ass because he's a fucking wrestler and that's what you're there for. But like in this movie, he's got to play up all the kid stuff, but they understand that there are people tuning in for the wrestling part of it. So like it just never works out tonally it just is stupid the whole time but that's Mm. the audience for wrestling that's who's gonna see this fucking movie a 40 year old man hopefully i mean listen if you like it it's fine but i mean it's i feel like this is made for kids so the it was an easy transition trying to do wrestlers to children's films because that's who knows who these fucking people are yeah for sure I yeah. remember very clearly seeing this movie, dragging my father to see this movie at the age of 10 years old. Wow. I bet and he wanted to throw you in the fucking river. Again. Well, that, that's <laughs> the thing here is I, I, we were watching the movie. We were the only people in the theater, of course. Checks out. Yeah. Uh, and like I, this, it was a really a turning point for me. So like 30 minutes in, I just <laughs> look over to my dad and there's just like nothing. <laughs> like he's just clearly escaped to somewhere else god knows Deep what if he had mind. any drinks or you know drugs beforehand to do it but he was just gone he wasn't paying attention to whatever was going on i was like oh so you don't have to pay attention to movies i guess <laughs> was this the movie that woke you up to like maybe movies are bad sometimes i, I, I was like wait if my dad doesn't like it maybe i don't like it oh no this is weird <laughs> whoops <laughs> 
I wish I could remember what of those was was for me. I remember it for my younger sister. It was the the Ring Two with Naomi Watts. We saw some shit, um, but my dad would never. I don't think anyone anyone in my family would allow us to go see a wrestling motion picture. Like, absolutely not. You can you can <laughs> you can rent it. I, I remember rent, renting this Suburban Commando and No Holds Barred for sure. Mine uh, might have been Chairman of the Board. Oh, no. Ooh, yeah, Chairman of the Board. Yeah, great. Still movie. haven't seen that. Good. Mine, <laughs> mine was Gone Fishing for sure. That that I'm positive. Oh, oh, you know what? Mine actually might have been Gone Fishing too. <laughs> come to think of it, because I think there are things about chairman of the board that i like but gone fishing is truly terrible <laughs> <laughs> that's like episode seven of we hate movies Very or something early. that was the early days yeah. uh, fresh from uh from box office mojo here opening uh weekend for mr nanny one point almost 1.9 million wow uh final uh gross just under 4.4 million <laughs> Yeah. So and it's some of gr- that was you and your dad. Yeah, that was like fifteen bucks of uh, me, and my, uh, my dad, <laughs> yeah. solely my dad's money. Did, did that yes. beat tenants gross? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I feel like tenant would have benefited from a Hulk Hogan presence. Or uh, there was, if I remember correctly, there was that uh, Tom Cruise commercial for Mister Nanny, which was we're going back to the movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're going to see Mister <laughs> Nanny. <laughs> this is what cinema is all about. Badacious. Woo! We're we're risking life and death to go see the nanny. We're going <laughs> back to the movies, Mr. Nanny. Yeah, hey, speaking yeah. of the nanny though, dude, another credit from uh the the actress who plays the little daughter in this movie. She was the youngest child on the television program The Nanny. Wow. wow. All right. Yeah. She's, she's been working. She was also Anthony Edwards' daughter on ER, which I'm slowly going through. She she comes in occasionally. Really, she's a you go in uh, right through that uh, episode by episode, Steve. Yeah, but like it's taken us three years because we stopped for months, and it's totally fine. It's just it's a really <laughs> relaxing kind of yep. yep. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my math teacher's dad was in ER. Wow. Oh shit! Is he okay now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's it's been a long road getting from here. Um, no, he was like the the detective or whatever. There was like some old guy detective, like the, that's uh, Mike Genovese, who's like played a lot of like you know gangsters and stuff. But he apparently had like a regular role on it. And I remember like my little tiny high school in Bushnell, Illinois, like downstate. Like that was a, a red letter day when he came to visit. Oh um, yeah! Hey, it's the detective from ER. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not NASCAR. Um, <laughs> hey, tell us what Juliana Margulies is like in real life. Come on, tell us. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so like um, the Hogan, um, you know, he he dispatches these security guards, and like uh, the guy who's in on is like, well, I'll fire him. Don't worry about it. Like. Austin Pendleton says, no, that's exactly what I need, is a hulking brute around my children. Yep. No sense of self-control. <laughs> who hasn't had a good meal in six months? That's what, what I want. Yeah, what I need is a walking lawsuit who just broke, like, all the security <laughs> guards that I employ's necks getting in yes. here. The fact that he is able to assault all those men and then just, it's fine. Like, you'd think even they could press charges, but I guess the company swipes it under the rug. Yeah, I think Austin Pendleton yeah. just had them murdered, and then there's new security guards that came in. Other yeah. great detail is when Hulk Hogan's pretending to know what computers are. Oh my god, I love it! 
Dude, what is this? <laughs> I, this I, I know what you're talking about. The line where he's like, oh, yeah, I know that it's the blah, blah, blah. And he just goes with a bunch of, like, tech talk. It sounds like he's reading from a manual. Yeah. And, no, it's it's a, like, all right, Kulk, we're going to do it. I'm just, we're going to put the earpiece in. Just hear, just say exactly what you hear. <laughs> yep. We're syllable yes. by syllable. And it'll be hilarious if someone that looks like you knew anything. So <laughs> just say it'll be funny. <laughs> Oh, oh a microchip <laughs> is actually a silicon based blah 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 and he goes on and on and everyone's like wow oh fuck yeah. okay oh the earpiece is fritzen okay we're gonna spray paint it on the floor <laughs> and you're just gonna read it okay just like kind of look down when i step on your foot you say the line about the computer <laughs> silicon based come on Dude, yeah. that scene it must have been like working with david fincher man there was 35 fucking takes of that a microchip is a silicone. Not, we take it again. You can't say silicone. It's silicon. No, yeah. I, think, I, I believe it's silicones. I believe uh, it's. I thought this movie was supposed to be a silicone. So you know. can I just go back to saying I like the nacho cheese kind? <laughs> Killer line, by the way. Killer line. So we are sort of uh, introduced, yeah, with this computer line to like what the MacGuffin of this whole movie is. Austin Pendleton's company is developing some sort of microchip that will go in the a peacekeeper guidance system that is able to like shoot missiles out of the sky, which is an interesting thing for this movie because like it was 1993, we weren't like we weren't at war, really dealing with like hot button missile things in that way though, like. Cro- intercontinental missile what? blasts. You got to be ready, though, Andrew. The kids were really worried about like Bosnia. Yeah, we were. We were. Well, and it's the, we we see it sort of personified in this like goofy model that looks like a Buck Rogers rocket. Yeah, this, this is oh, a great God. moment. Yeah, yeah, and he like takes it and like, well, it he they do the classic thing of like, oh, well, we're just going to continue with the tour, and the person they're talking to just stays there for an entire as minute. (laughs) (laughs) And that that whole thing that lingering in that room is just ridiculous. If if, I guess it's probably a minute, but it feels like ten. That (laughs) he's just not going on the tour with them. He's just playing in the room. And again, like I guess it's supposed to show because he's two the two character traits he has theoretically character traits. One that he's clumsy, and yeah. two, I guess he's a big kid at heart. I, guess. I mean, like you, uh, you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't play There's like a non-zero with- amount of William Zabka and Cobra Kai with yes. this guy, and a big enormous dumbass, like just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, lumbering that's- around. And like, yes, he's strong, but like, I, I gotta tell you, I, 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 it always shocks me seeing him in this at this time because I'm like. This was masculinity. This was man. And just looking at this haircut, and I just can't piece it together. I, it's, I, it's amazing I, that they, they let him walk around like this, really. Like, you know what incredible. I mean? Like, it's stunning. What, for the long, the long skullet? The yes. long skullet, I think, yeah. he's, I think he's making it his own, dude. I think he's rocking it. I think he's looking well, good. He I clearly mean, he, did. He's still, he's still rocking it to this day. Yeah. Like, Hulk yeah. Hogan, I think, is... He must hold a Guinness record for like the human being who has had a full on fucking skullet the longest. Yeah. I, I feel mean, like he just wanted to be a Ferengi who had, you know, they always had those like, <laughs> like weird things on the back of their head, like that connected their ears, which that was always weird. But yeah, no, it's one of those, it's that ultimate testament to like what happens when a man goes bald but refuses to admit it. So he's like, what hair I've got, I'm growing out. I don't care Absolutely. how long it gets. Uh, that just means I'm less bald. 
I don't. A, a, a dignified Patrick Stewart would look fine. I, I don't think I yeah. want to see him fully bald because then it's like, dude, that's the world's biggest Nazi, and I'm really afraid. <laughs> yeah, of him. Right. Yeah, totally. But Patrick Stewart with a Hulk Hogan cut with a skullet, <laughs> Captain Picard skullet. You'd yeah. watch oh, that. Oh, sure. Sure. But yeah, yeah you, you're you're totally right though, Steve. I see that walking around. I'm like, oh, that guy definitely uses the N-word. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I mean, in, in sex tapes and out. Him with this haircut, it just he looks like an extra from like a She-Ra cartoon. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, yeah. th- like at this point, that's not acceptable. But at the time it was. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like He-Man on leukemia treatments or something. <laughs> It's a bad looking. It's a bad looking thing. The, the, I, the handlebar mustache is good though. I, I, yes. I, I, yeah. I, I it offers for it. symmetry. Fantastic. Symmetry for the skullet because they both have similar shapes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, true. they do. <laughs> it's nice, like clean lines. You know, I never you noticed look. how fully balanced he is. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of the horseshoe shape, brother. Anywhere <laughs> I can get it, put it on my body. <laughs> my horseshoe pubes. Yeah. My back yeah. hair is, is. Oh no. You can horseshoe some pubes for sure. You, you definitely could, dude. And then if you're smart about it, you let the bottom part just grow out. You know what I mean? So it's like you've got some real cool looking pubes. I also long bent my Johnson out, brother. So now it looks like a horseshoe. <laughs> you grow them out long enough, you don't need pants anymore. Yeah, I uh, really love Cousin It from the Adams Family. I'm taking a note from that guy. If Cousin It was a skirt. With the horseshoes, like, you know, when he inevitably fails to make a woman orgasm, he's like, huh. Well, they say close on the counts and horseshoes and hand grenades. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Thanks for not coming. <laughs> oh, you're, oh, you're complaining, huh? Okay, well, I guess that makes me the horseshoe and you the crab. <laughs> oh, man. Mr. So, Nanny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Austin Pendleton's like, all right, well, let's go like meet my fucking rotten devil children. <laughs> we... We go to this, you know, the house here. Uh, we learn. It's like the Beverly Hillbillies house. It does look like the Beverly Hillbillies house from the movie specifically. Yeah. I wonder if, it, if yeah. it was the same house, maybe. That, that's probably a stay tuned, gentlemen. I have to oh, put that of out course. there. Speaking yeah. of which, R.I.P. Uh, Cloris Leachman. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, she was yeah. granny on, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, pretty sure. Take uh, it easy wherever you are. And, and yeah. R.I.P. R. Jim Varney. I mean, R.I.P. maybe that whole cast? I don't know. Yeah. No, Diedrich, Diedrich Bader's still around, Diedrich of course. Bader's still around, yeah. yeah. At the Erica time of this recording. Strong. Erica Laniac <laughs> still with yeah, us. Erica Laniac, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he gets there, and there's a nanny. And I mean, like, it's one thing if they're, like, pranksters or whatever is to their nannies. They're trying to kill people is the problem. This yes. is attempted murder. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. Every time. Because she comes out, her hair is literally on fire. She jumps into a, an enormous uh, fountain they have in their driveway, and she quits. And it's like, oh no! Now the now the agency won't send us anybody else. Like, yeah, because your kids should be in jail. Also, See? does she say that she quits, or do we just assume that she quits? What if she's like really resilient, and she's like she she was expecting to come back the next day, and they were like, mm, you're good. You know, sorry, I ran out yesterday. I was uh, on fire. Please, I really but... need this job. My children are starving. Hey, Hulk Hogan's character would be totally for that, though, because he specifically says to Austin Pendleton, when when Pendleton reveals the news, like, oh, you're not my bodyguard. Like, you're protecting my kids. And he's like, hey, brother, I fucking hate kids, man. I love pork and I fucking hate kids. I and... killed kids for many years for money. Uh, Wait, the kids are white, right? Yeah. You got got white kids, right? (laughs) 
you you know this guy smells like rotten fish because he sleeps <laughs> yep. in an abandoned yeah. shack off the wharf. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. Just so reeks you, of denim and patchouli. You yeah. want this guy anywhere near your children? I don't. I That's do what not. you call a fucking wrestler retirement plan, dude. Living mm-hmm. in a shack, fishing off a pier, <laughs> eating yeah. food out of a can. Much like the ugly uh, tramp from uh, Dick Tracy. He's taking kids into his uh, employ. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Who I plays have... that character, Kevin? Oh, God, it's do something big. I just rewatched it, and by the way, totally mind-blowing movie. Incredible. Um, oh, yeah. I don't remember. Um, but yes, but Hogan's whole stipulation is like, all right, I'll be their bodyguard as long as they have a nanny. And you better not be trying to get a movie story out of this, brother. <laughs> so they better it, not warm my heart. So this lady comes out running out. And like, I start understanding. I don't even think that Austin Pendleton's making that much money. The reason this house is this big is because he has to have half of it be a legal department. <laughs> yeah, because he's got yep. it, it. It turns out that the kid, the the nanny before this, had her legs broken, both of them. <laughs> uh, Kapolsky, somebody else got like run over or something. See, this sounds like a good childhood. This is all the type of shit I wanted to do as a kid that I was never <laughs> allowed to. You know? No, Eric, you can't murder the nanny. <laughs> well, to, let me at least break some legs. <laughs> See, see, but now the, they don't have a nanny, but they do have a mammy in the form yeah. of like Mother Love, who's trying her best to like inject some life into these scenes. Mother but Love she is, is a highlight of this movie, man. She's great in it. It's too bad she has to play the maid. But I love like, that introduction yeah. of like uh, Hulk Hogan is like fingering this pie she yeah. made. Oh my and it's God. just like, is it a pork pie? Is it? Uh, are they? Is he going to go for the American pie? Is he going to start fucking it right there? Because he's like getting right in the center of it, seeing how nice and warm it is. Well, and then, and then yeah. the hatchet comes down. Hatchet, I mean cleaver, but. Well, Hulk, I mean, Hulk clearly walks so Jim from America Pie could run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a minute from fisting this pie uh, before she almost kills him for trying to eat it. That would have been yeah. awesome, dude, if she just fucking accidentally cut his hand off. And if there'd been a sex tape of Hulk Hogan with the pie, uh, Gawker would have died in the crib. <laughs> What's hey, brother, me fucking baked goods is nobody's business but mine and the pies. It would be cool if his uh, his hand was cut off, and then throughout all these misadventures with the <laughs> children, from he, The Walking Dead. Now he he like starts becoming like half metal or something, becomes part of the rocket experiments. <laughs> Just oh. Tetsuo the Iron Man, but yes. Hulk Hogan. Oh yes. brother, I fucked pies and I caught got caught by my dad. But I'll tell you one thing: I wish my dad was Eugene Levy. That Eugene <laughs> Levy would listen to you. My dad did. My dad did not. Wait a minute, Eugene Levy. You're telling me he's a what? <laughs> oh, never mind. What? <laughs> a Canadian? Um, <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, Canadian. It is. Gotcha. Your point, Clint, is well made. Only in mostly in the scene when she's dressed like a maid in one, like in yeah. one scene in the dinner scene. I'm like, who are you putting on airs for? It's fucking Hulk Hogan. It's like so she's dressed, stupid. She's dressed in like civilian wear. The entire movie, but then, like in this one scene, she's like serving them dinner. She's dressed like she's in Gone with the Wind. She and is. I don't and it's uncomfortable. It. Yeah. <laughs> and that scene also, I'm gonna bring this up again because, like the chili, we weren't. It looks more like red beans and red sauce than actual <laughs> yeah. chili. And whatever she is ladling into his bowl, or he's mashed ladling potatoes. into the bowl. That's not mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's too wet. That's way too rice. wet to be mashed Chris, potatoes. I, I think that might be the cheap, like boxed kind. You just add water. 
Like oh, flakes. In, in, in yeah. Austin oh, Pendleton's hungry Jack flakes. That yeah. shit should be against the law. In Austin Pendleton's yeah. super mansion. No, 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 no. That looked like a big <laughs> bowl of like risotto or something but, that Hulk was gonna shove in his gullet. <laughs> In the movie, it's a mansion. In reality, it's a shitty house in Florida, and they're just making a <laughs> shitty, cheap movie. Gotcha. <laughs> True. Uh huh. <laughs> With a full ass gym, like for a dozen people. Oh yeah. yeah the gym thing. is really bizarre because you have two children who cannot lift weights and should not lift weights, and Austin Pendleton, who's never lifted a weight in his life, yeah. and this enormous. Yeah, so we should say, like, obviously, the kids are awful. The first, they keep tripping him is the idea. That's that's in yeah. the first day. He gets a bowling ball to the face. Yes. Yep. He fucking falls down the stairs in what would definitely be a neck-breaking incident in real life. He would be dead life. by like, now. The bowling ball, yeah. like Clint mentioned, alone. Yeah. The the Then that's the most Home alone bit is the bowling ball for sure. That That's like Daniel Stern level shit. Hey, brother, are we going to get sued over this gag or what? <laughs> I love watching. Because, I mean, like Hulk Hogan, you know, obviously is a guy that knows how to take a fall. That's literally the one thing he knows how to do. Is <laughs> him falling down these steps made me cackle. Like, it's a real, like, <laughs> it's just like kind of the joy of watching someone fall down the stairs by accident. It was convincing. I enjoyed it. He is his generation's Charlie Chaplin. I yeah, agree with exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just fall through the stairs. Like the stairs can't withstand 300 pounds coming at like yeah. the velocity yeah. that he's at. He would go through them. There's also a lot of good Foley work because he falls down the stairs multiple times in this movie. Sure. And one of the times is like you don't even see it. The, the family's just having dinner and they're like, oh you know where's where's hulk hogan and it's like and he falls down the stairs and they're the little fucking shitty girl is just like oh i think maybe he's running late or something like that right the, the when after the bowling ball uh the, the he gets hit by water and before he goes down for dinner i really have to point this out the kid the shit boy the shit boy says come on down suey so now <laughs> yeah. that means that means that this kid has seen deliverance yep and yep. that yeah, means absolutely. that this kid needs to be put away <laughs> <laughs> well and here's the thing they keep setting all these traps for hulk hogan and the various nannies were they never worried that their own father would succumb to these and he's made of paper mache he will <laughs> collapse he would go right up i think that he knows like where the traps always are and he's like you kids again with your little jokes. You're dinner again, aren't right. you? I mean, it, but, he's like dried leaves, though. If you fucking get him near a flame, <laughs> and he's going right up. Yeah, yeah, he's going up. He's like Tinder, like human Tinder. Um, <laughs> not to be confused with the app application yeah. that I Which is don't also know anything tinder. about. Um, but no, well, one of the things about the like these kids doing these crazy borderline murderous stunts is how blatant it like you it becomes clear halfway through the movie that these are all murderous attempts at their father's attention they are so desperate <laughs> to get him even just mad at them and he's like no it's fine i'm a 90s yuppie parent everything's great participation trophies and so th this is a really like reactionary kind of movie right because it, like the whole thing that turns them around is hulk hogan being like we're gonna instill some authority in you kids it's the kindergarten <laughs> cop thing where it's like kids yeah. crave discipline you lack discipline yep. and they <laughs> Love them for it, yeah. They want dream dads. Come on, more dream, dream dads. Dad. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Like the the, the underlying message, because yeah, like, what at one at one point they're like, "Are you gonna get mad at us, Dad?" And he's like, "Well, no, nothing's really." Oh, it's when the, it's the gym, which is coming up next anyway. The yeah. it's Hulk Hogan goes to use their gym, and they're like, 
the little kid's a shitty little inventor, I guess. Like, not only is he a prankster, <sighs> he's like a little inventor. He's inventing, like, it's, toilet cams yeah. or something, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Dude, I think you're yeah. totally right. This guy, like, if this character lived into the modern time, he's going down for something, dude. And I think toilet cams is right on. I mean, I think you would have to get the time cops involved because whatever this guy's got coming up in his uh, in twenties and thirties is bad news. Do you see the book he's reading at that one point? Oh, yeah. like un unpopular weapons Weaponry? from insurrections or something like yeah, that from the Inquisition. <laughs> That's it, what it is. Yeah, he's studying the weaponry of the Inquisition. Now Get is that so, away. is that so bad? And, and now, when is the appropriate age to watch <laughs> Deliverance as well? Because I, I think I saw it about this kid's age. Oh yeah, and that explains oh, really? everything. Yeah, and how many watch lists are you on now? <laughs> I remember. I don't think I, I saw that in like college Deliverance. Oh, I def- I definitely saw it. Maybe middle school. Yeah, man, you. If I figured stuff out. <laughs> that was, was eye opening for you. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, so yeah, he's going to work out. The kid invents some sort of a magnety thing that's right. going to make the weights go the way he wants them to go. And the girl, I, I just, I don't like the girl. Is like, it's like Leopold and Loeb, the two of them. It's very creepy because she's like, <laughs> very like, she's just like, he's got a bad idea, and then she makes it worse. And it's like it creeps me out so much. I don't know. It, it bothers yeah. me to watch these two. It's disgusting. And yeah, so they like make his, like he's doing, first they're like, oh, get on this uh, elliptical machine and do a little of that. And he gets like locked into it and they make it like go really fast and it explodes. Then he's. Well, the the, the elliptical machine, I must point out, has like specific settings for how intense the workout is. Because as it goes faster, it goes from like hard to very hard or something. And then the final one is coronary. <laughs> Old brother had a heart attack. That's it. That's it. There, there's my left ventricle exploding, brother. Oh, worked off too much pork. <laughs> Here comes the Reaper off the top rope for old Hogan. <laughs> my my favorite thing about this is so the the ship boy is explaining the bike to uh, Hulk Hogan and like just like Hulk Hogan's like, what is this piece of shit? And like. <laughs> The kid is just like, it's the 90s. Yeah. yeah. And he just, he's like, oh. and that's the explanation. By the way, his, his, his thing was, what is this crud? And I just liked the expression, oh, what is this crud? <laughs> By the way, that's he what also, he says in response to seeing the exercise machine. Yeah, he says, what yeah. is this crud? And then he says, it's the <laughs> 90s. By the way, they also, he goes to school with them in a brief scene which is great because he's kind of like Billy Madison in this because he's sitting in the classroom. <laughs> like, why are you even doing this? That's a great question, dude. I had the same note. I was like, why does he have to sit in a desk? And whose desk did he take? And he does it for one afternoon and never does it again. I think he just got lost. I don't think he knows what to do. I don't think yeah. Austin Pendleton really gave him any directions other than be around them, please. For I, the Well, that's true. I mean, because he's a wrestler. He, as he says, he's a wrestler. He is not a bodyguard. I will say that at least uh, Austin Pendleton was like, look. If you gotta save one of them, save the girl. All right, when you go to when you go to school, go to her class. Leave. You know what? The kid's too far gone. I think I think the girl could be saved. Honestly, I think yeah, he has fully accepted that his son is gonna grow up to cut dudes' heads off, drill <laughs> holes in them, and fuck those drilled holes. Oh, he knows he's going to need to use his space laser on his own son when he grows up. <laughs> Better not yeah, be a the... Jewish space laser, brother. <laughs> 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 but the extent to like which the daughter is complicit in all this is always very confusing to me because at times she seems like the innocent 
one, but also she is takes just as much glee in his pain. But yeah. she never yes. comes up with any of the plans. She just goes along with it. Because yeah. she's the shitster, which makes her almost worse. The yeah. son is totally fucked up, but she is the shitster that totally, you know, pushes him further and further and further. And she and, aims him like a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, but shit boy eventually is going to turn into jigsaw. Like, <laughs> down the road. All this, the weaponry stuff. You were a wrestler once, and then you didn't wrestle well, and then you abandoned your good friend. So now you're going to get on this exercise bike and go really fast. When your legs explode, we'll see. <laughs> You've been working on the jigsaw voice, Chris. That's a little bit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. Way to go singing the theme from Saw. I got them all. Let's take requests. I love that the principal, because uh, the little girl gets sent to the principal with Hulk Hogan, and then the principal comes out, and Hulk Hogan has let her know like he has gone to this school, and the principal comes out and somehow recognizes him. Like his reputation is so fucking badass. He's like, "Whoa, is this Sean King of Detention Armstrong?" <laughs> and he graduated in 1964. Yes, the, the, just after seven that, years that any <laughs> he's a doctor now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then, but yeah, yeah no, anyone would know Doctor Hogan. Yeah, how many detentions you had or whatever? Like they don't keep those records after 1968. Absolutely not. I mean, and they are. Well, just... this 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 movie takes place in the universe where this is going on your permanent record actually happens. <laughs> That's yeah. true. It's the yeah. same universe in where professional wrestling is real, which we'll talk about at the end of the movie. And, and all, yeah. ed- of course, all educators here are like uh, total like. Uh, the 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 teacher is like, oh my god, get out of the class! You're disrupting class. And is then Gilbert Gottfried, yeah, essentially. <laughs> and then like fat, and then the fat hamster principal is like <laughs> telling him that like, <laughs> like it, 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 they just like belittle every educational person. Into, I'm sorry, it just bugs me. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So you think that there was like in the uh, in the sides that the actors got me want a fat hamster principal in brackets, <laughs> fat hamster type. It was the same note that the that Joe Dante gave to the casting department for Gremlins 2, man, when he cast those twin scientists. He's yep. like, I need twins that also look like fat gerbils. And those guys got cast in that movie. And then they got cast in Terminator 2. Yes, totally. Yeah, uh, it, It's much kinder than a Louis Anderson type. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not to be an asshole, but if I got a hamster that looked like Louis Anderson, I'd throw it in the garbage. Whoa. It's real that rich kid from Pee Wee's Big Adventure energy. I would list yes. it on eBay, yes. Steve. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I would put Very it in special. a fucking box and just let's hope it survives while <laughs> priority USPS. During these entire during all of these scenes, Hulk Hogan has like millions of gigajoules of electricity coursing through his veins. Cause like one of the last things they do in the gym thing is he decides to take a shower with the world's tiniest towel. The um, towels oh, really yeah. look a lot. I, it, it's, it's kinda it's hot. hanging on by a thread. Yeah. <laughs> It is, because, but it's a kid's movie. I guess it's a little something for the mom. Yeah, possibly. Why not? Show us a little Hogan thigh. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't look at my dad at that moment, but he might have liked that. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. I'll give this movie that. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, we've, we've been having a lot of fun with Hulk Hogan. And skull it aside... He's he's in great shape in this movie. He's sure. still oh, yeah. it's nineteen ninety three. Yeah. I think he was he must have been out of WWF by this point, Steve. Maybe right? Was he in WCW? I'll have to find I that out. I don't remember. It, it may have been the 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 this is Wayne pre-NWO. 
Yes. Oh, definitely pre-NWO, but maybe like the waning days of him being in the WWF or something. But he's he's still in great shape in this movie. Not that he gets to show it off that much. So I guess in this shower scene, I was like, well, at least you get to see some wrestler bod. Because even when he's wrestling in that flashback, he's just wearing the fishing outfit. In 93, Um, he went to WCW. So there you go. Oh, okay. So yeah, when they're making this movie, he's probably still in WWF. I Um, I still think he is in the top three wrestling actors though i think it goes but probably the rock hogan well cena too like he's the most you're talking about quality of actors right yes 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 prolific career because that's dwayne johnson hands down i'm talking about quality yeah that's true i mean like he's better he's a better actor than stone cold steve austin for sure yeah is hulk hogan okay here's one because he's been he was in some stellar movies man was he uh is hulk hogan a better actor than was rowdy roddy piper no i guess that's That's yeah he he beats him yeah so yeah yeah, i guess that knocks him out of the third so yeah hogan's four they live alone i think kicks uh i think hogan out Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, but yeah, they do try to give him the chair in the shower scene because he is fucking electrocuted. And like, it is a crazy thing where the kid says something like the son is like, yeah. uh, oh, well, it's not that bad. It's just going to stun him or something. And then the little shit stirrer girl is like, why don't you turn it up? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, it won't kill. <laughs> then crank it up. <laughs> I want to see him die. <laughs> I, need to, I need to lock eyes with him as the light goes out of his eyes. Well, you know, they it's, probably it's, it's, have completely murdered people and this For father's sure. just like oh yep. okay we'll just say oh, it was yeah. a rocket accident and burns them up <laughs> right i well, mean they all signed an nda i mean best case scenario is this kid is turning into the toy maker from munich <laughs> that's oh, like a, on the that's positive side of where this is going i do yeah because the main uh, uh mother love has a list and he's like Oh, that's not so many people on that their list there, brother. And then she like unfurls it and it's like hundreds of people. Yeah. At least ten of them are dead or died of died of their injuries at yeah. the hospital. Kind You're of totally thing. right. See, I mean, you gotta play the numbers in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like they have killed nannies. Yeah. I think it's a real Batman situation where it's like technically they didn't kill him, but yes. they basically right. died. Yeah, we never see the backyard where Austin Pendleton has the mass grave where all the nannies have been buried. <laughs> Well, put yeah. her in the hole. Put another one in the hole. Well, that's a guy. Okay, two hundred and ninety third slash here. Okay, <laughs> right, right. And I, there's also like you know after uh, after one of those latest exploits, I think in the gym, that's when Austin Pendleton is like, oh no, I'm not going to punish them, and they're very yes. upset. Yeah. Um, yes. And and Hulk Hogan like says, well, if you don't care about your fucking kids, get rid of them, <laughs> dude. This is it's the absolute best line in the movie. I wrote the whole thing down. He goes, I feel sorry you lost your wife, man, but if you can't give these kids what they need, get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a fucking I got a pillowcase here, brother. We'll go down to the river. Oh look, no- are you looking for an assassin? Because I could get you in touch with an assassin, and he could take care of these kids real quick. <laughs> But the even better than that monologue is like what happens right after because then like I think the girl says dejectedly, I guess he doesn't really care about us. Yes. You've done legally actionable things to murder him. <laughs> and you were upset that you haven't earned his love. It's true. That's right. Uh, around here is we cut back to David Johansson oh. uh, as <laughs> Thanos here, and this this motherfucker's got a lot going on. He's got a big stupid oh. metal plate over the entire top of his head, uh, which also then creates like an artificial skullet. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we got yeah. we got two skullets in this movie. Quick We're question. not so different, you and I. <laughs> so I was gonna say, quick, quick question: Do you think 
the Avengers, that those two beautiful movies, would make less billions of dollars if uh, David Johansson did the voice and mocap for uh, Thanos, or more billions? <laughs> more, of dollars? more millions. More, more double all it. of the I millions. Would, I think it would be a better movie because David Johansson would recognize that it's a cartoon. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, yeah, I gotta bring right. order to the galaxy. Oh, oh man. Um, but also, but here's the thing: like they're not done with Hulk Hogan yet, though, because they still have yet to pull out their final trick, the Pit of Blood. Oh boy. Oh um, man. Which is yeah. so beyond the pale that even the daughter's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, even though it's like probably on the scale of murderiness of all of those mm-hmm. things, it's relatively innocuous. And they say it's blood. I mean, they say it's red dye, right? But I think it's nanny yeah. blood. I think this is law. It's this definitely is the nanny. There's like stuff in it. There's viscera <laughs> that he climbs through when he falls in. Yeah, what You're is this totally shit right, Eric. They're, to they're draining these women. And... <laughs> no, no, you got to hang her upside down. She's not going to drain. Get the neck drains faster than the legs. Come on. <laughs> Get a bucket. <laughs> it's disgusting. And I hate that they have like a like a team of seasoned grifters. They've got like the nicknames for all of these things. And they're like the two kids. They decide like, all right, we're going to stop fucking with Hulk Hogan. But first, the pit of blood. And then the girl's like, oh, the pit of blood. Like they're talking about how they're going to like, you know, like the slang that someone would use when they're going to run a grift on somebody. You, right. you tried to crush him. Like mm-hmm. a day ago, like to death. Yeah. Like this is nothing. But now they're going to play the hits. You know, <laughs> they've done the pit of blood yeah. before to, to, to right. much acclaim. So, well, because yeah, she's it, like, if uh, if the pit of blood doesn't work, we're going to do the turkey drop on him and see if that <laughs> yeah. can stick. You know, the Tennessee ten step. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it hot <laughs> sauce? What is it? Like it's just red dye I and think some they seaweed, said it's red, right? Right, red dye. Yeah. Red dye yeah. and seaweed. That's oh, painful as hell. But I feel bad is, for their pool cleaner. Yes. Because the girl's like, we're we're falling in love with him. We can't do this. If he survives the pit of blood, then we'll let him we'll let him live, kind of a thing. It's just this oh. we'll, we'll call a truce, I think he says. It's actually ghoulish. And then like of course that's Hulk's last straw, even after I think it's the little girl who says all nannies are bad, which I was like, oh man, ANAB. <laughs> uh, and so that's that's when he's like, finally, I've had it up with you kids, with you fucking kids. I'm gonna teach you some manners. And luckily, he doesn't beat them, but he just scares the you know living daylights out of them. He's Him right screaming there. at these kids is the best part. He's and then he's so screaming, screaming at these kids. It's amazing. That's what I wanted. This is after I don't want to lose it though. Great prop department mo- movie here, a uh, moment here rather. Right before he falls in the pool, he's in the kitchen making like this hilarious Garfield sandwich. Oh my god, this sandwich! <laughs> I just love that his time off is spent making gigantic sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, Dude, cartoon sandwiches! Yeah. It's amazing. Mother Love it. gives him the shit uh, again right here for like making the kitchen a mess. And then I think the thing that they call him to the pool for is they're like, oh, my God, I'm drowning. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy. She hits him in the head with a frying pan. And I, oh, yeah. Like th- maybe this <laughs> oh is where these God. kids are getting getting it from a little bit. There yeah. is a great bit of uh, like kind of prop comedy here with Mother Love doing this because she gets a, a frying pan off the the rack and she turns and looks at Hulk Hogan and then she looks back at the pan and she's like, nope, and puts it back and gets a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is good. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the, Hogan right here is like going to give these kids a little bit of an attitude adjustment, brother. You know, and he makes them just like <laughs> sit in the dark. Another thing that like, if you asked a serial killer, you know, in their formative years, what was something that happened to you that really turned you to what you are? It's like, well, 
the babysitter at one point made me sit in the dark for six hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. Yeah, I that think. would do it. That's the yeah, closest I'd... way you can get in touch with the devil. You know, you got to sit still <laughs> for like six hours in the darkness, and then you start hearing those voices. So I'm told. We've yeah, t- if anything that accelerates your sociopathy, yeah. yeah, yeah, I would think so. And I mean, we so we keep on cutting back to Theranos, right? And he yeah. is he's like fishing in milk and like rubbing his metal head against like electrical things to relieve the pressure. I didn't it, get this. I, whole it's thing. sexual, I think. Oh, right? is he's it? Just okay, like, oh, it's, it's a fetish ooh. object. It's also it gives him super strength, kind of like we, he can use the chrome dome as a weapon. Yeah, it's very true. um, and him, yet it's like, right next to his brain. Him like scratching the 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 plate is very uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, yeah. right? Yep, yep absolutely, uh, dude. It's Bill Mosley's fucking scratching it. it with the with kids the love hot... cha- Chainsaw Massacre references. Maybe that was one for the adults, the adult wrestling <laughs> yeah. fans that also yes. definitely were the horror hounds loving TCM too. TCM at the time. and Deliverance, right. two kids uh, classics. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. I do love. Uh, so he decides like. Hulk Hogan is like talking in the little girl at one point. This is a ridiculous scene, but uh, the <laughs> girl talk- dream dad, which yes. begins. She's I'm in my bed about to sleep as we watch her being in bed <laughs> and about to sleep. Uh, well, you know, uh, the audiences for movies like this, Clint, you need to get it as on the nose as possible, I think. Um, David Johansson wasn't exactly Leonard Cohen. These are pretty <laughs> simple <laughs> lyrics as they go. Similar sounding voices, very different lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so she's like, oh, I'm having trouble sleeping. You know, uh, I haven't. Uh, oh, he goes, uh, well, do, just do what you did last night. And she's like, well, I didn't sleep then either. And he's like, well, this sounds like a problem. <laughs> and uh you know he starts talking to her and she's like yeah you know i haven't really slept well since my mom died and he goes uh and you know my mom died and went to heaven and she's uh he goes i lost yeah. my dad when i was a kid but i don't think he went to heaven <laughs> what you i can't love that do that yes yes you can yeah after what he did to those girls i don't think uh saint peter's gonna let him through i'll leave it at that though oh uh, katie okay, i've heard of you know I've worked with a lot of uh, wrestlers, and uh, I know a lot about meth. And uh, if you're staying up, you can't go to sleep. That sounds like a real problem. Now, uh, uh, we're going to leave in Dream Dad. <laughs> these are called downers, sweetheart. Uh, let me just cut it into fours, because these are a, this is a Hogan downer. That would put you down for life. Uh, you're about, what, 70 pounds? All right, let me get you down to an eighth of this. You're, yeah, you're probably eighth of a horse, right? <laughs> this here pills for horses, elephants, and professional wrestlers only. Now, this is what my mother used to do. I'm going to put a little bit of Jack Daniels on my finger here, and I'm just going <laughs> to rub it around your gums. I, but again, Austin Pendleton like you know doesn't catch him, but he he sees him in there, and he's like, "Oh, you're helping her sleep." I would be like, "Hey, Hogan, just a quick, you know." You can bodyguard her from right out here, dude. This is like, (laughs) especially when it's bedtime, Mm -hmm. you can do all the bodyguarding you need at this doorstep. That's where the bodyguarding ends. Well, isn't there a moment when he has to like kiss the bunny and there's a rep that he talks about it later with Austin Pendleton there. And there is a moment when like Austin Pendleton thinks that Hulk Hogan kissed his daughter. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wait, you kissed what? Oh, the bunny. Got it. Sure. The bunny. Um, he calls up, I need the largest SWAT team you have. No, that's <laughs> too big. You know, I changed my mind. Get the assassins. They got a new one. They got a new target. So Austin Pendleton's got like some uh, business trip he's got to go on. And 
Uh, limo comes to pick him up, and he's with his his uh, crooked assistant that he doesn't know is crooked. Uh, and then driving the limo is Wolfgang, who is working with David Johansson. Awesome bit of comedy, I will say, with a capital A. Awesome, is really the is the <laughs> the card gag. I think is it, it's all sold by Austin Pendleton because uh, the the assistant has been. Subsequently, you don't have to talk about it. He got hurt by David uh, Johansson. He got punched in the face by yeah. his big hulking dude. So he can't talk anymore. His, his jaws wired shut. And he keeps giving cards for everything the guy's going to say. And yeah. Pendleton really Pendleton no, sells it, I will say. No, I yeah. like that bit. I like the bit and like the gurgling that he tries to do, like yes. through the braces and stuff. No, that like that's a solid gag. There's a joke. He, he's like, oh, you thought of everything. It's, it's, it's a solid gag. It, we're, it's, we're talking about diamonds and not even diamonds and shit, like less shit and shit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only big laugh I got was from uh, the, uh, the flashback when we see Johansson in the Phil Spector wig. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was my big oh, one. Yeah, that was that, pretty that, great. That got me a big one. First you defy uh, me, then you mock my hair. <laughs> I think when Sherman yeah. Helmsley is telling the kid all like you could get brass knuckles, a little blackjack, one smack of this, his brains are all over the place. Yeah. And, and then um, how about some mace in the face or the lead pipe? And I thought that was the best scene of the movie. Dude, actually, yeah, yeah Sherman Helmsley pulling the pipe out of his pants yeah, is like, kind of great. Like the That's Joker gold. in 1989. Yeah. Oh, right. That's totally the move. But also, um, gets kidnapped essentially because he gets uh, he gets kidnapped, and it's like, oh well, uh, you know, oh, he's saying to the guy like, you know, you can't be working for this guy because once he's through with you, you know, he's just gonna throw you away. And this fucking limo driver pulls in a a, a downright ejection seat joke in this yes. movie. Yeah, and it's kind of great. This was a legitimate laugh because it is clearly a fucking dummy <laughs> shooting out of this thing and falling into the street. I'm not uh, sure. So if, yeah, he gets kidnapped. I'm not even sure if that yeah. was a full dummy. That's a f- sack of flour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, with one thing we have wallpapered over is is the fact that Thanatos knows Hulk Hogan and Sherman Helmsley. Like this is so this isn't like unrelated anymore either. Like this is suddenly an old grudge. Well, well yeah, sure. it's 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 it happens. He's right a sporting here because- promoter turned evil genius that steals microchips. Yes, this happens right where we are now, because while uh, Austin Pendleton is away, you know, he says to Hulk Hogan, like, look, there's, you know, crazy threats going on. You better beef up security while I'm gone on this business trip. So the beefed up (laughs) security is Sherman Helmsley coming to help out. And they tell the story because Helmsley has said earlier in the film, the way that he sort of coaxes Hulk Hogan to take the job is like, hey, man, remember that time I saved your life? And it turns out that fucking Sherman Helmsley took a bullet for Hulk Hogan. And you get this flashback scene where, yes, in this world, professional wrestling is real. Hulk Hogan won some match and they're like splitting the winnings and everything. And yeah, so Thanatos runs in and he's like, I thought I told you to throw this match. Well, yeah, yeah, he looks like Phil Spector. Rest in piss, that guy. Rest in piss. I do love, I was curious about this. This is weird line. They're like, Oh uh, yeah, actually, we we he tried to have a uh, fix a less than uh, a, a prestigious uh, sporting event, and then the like, <laughs> Super Bowl, and they keep guessing. Nope, nope. And I'm wondering if this is like, did Vince McMahon say you can't say WrestleMania? Is that what, like is that where Ooh, we're going? Like, I bet. Or actually, I don't remember the year for this. Steve, is this is this some sly reference to the Montreal Screw Job? Uh, oh God, I, I, what I, year did that happen? I'm vaguely aware of what that is. 
That was when Vince McMahon fucked over Bret the Hitman Hart. Yes. And like the script was supposed to go one way in in Bret Hart's favor. Yes. And then from my understanding and, and weed clouded memory of wrestling history, they changed it and didn't tell Bret Hart and he fucking lost whatever it was. And it, it has gone down yeah. as the Montreal screw job. Uh, is the I name could look that up. Yeah, I don't remember the year of it. But so, yeah, it's this whole thing about it. You know, Johansson wanted them to throw the fight. 1997, by the way. Oh, okay. So definitely before it. So it's not a reference to it. Yeah, yeah. But, but the greatest thing, though, and this is what I said in the in the show's intro, this, because it's a flashback, they give Hogan this, like, top-of-the-head-only piece. Holy yeah. shit, this thing looks terrible. We, the American public, know that he's looked like this since 1978. You know what I mean? Or since, <laughs> yeah. like, he came out of the <laughs> womb with the skullet. 81 like is rocky three like it's been a while it's been yes. a very long and and storied years for the skullet uh but so johansson whips out a piece and fires at hulk hogan i think for like mouthing off and, yeah, and, and I love, not throwing the fight i love this line that he has like first you defy me and then you mock my hair yes. that's when he starts shooting yeah, prepare to die yeah and then the the way that sherman hamsley like screams and throws himself in front of Hulk Hogan is amazing. <laughs> he was not prepared to have to do an assassination Sounds- attempt in this movie. I would say yeah. it's harder to hit Sherman Helmsley on Hulk Hogan than it is to just hit Hulk Hogan. Like, I'm, think that's about shocked. the bullet the didn't go through. That, yes, exactly. It's like, oh no, let me just put, I'm trying to hit the, this barn, let me put this like tiny uh, a fig leaf in front of it. You know what I mean? Like, yes. You're still going to hit yeah, the yeah. barn, dude. <laughs> It's like a fly landing on a dog, and you tried to assassinate the dog, and you only shot the fly. So you only throw the fly into the lake. (laughs) So after that happens, Hulk Hogan chases after David Johansson, running up to the roof. Like David Johansson hurls this like cop out of the way, and as Hulk Hogan is giving chase, he says to the cop, "I've got this." <laughs> you know, a threshold wrestler. No, you don't. I, 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 I'm not. gonna get this one. Right, right. But this <laughs> is. I mean, it is a fucking ridiculous thing here. He oh. throws him off this roof, and then the flashback stops, and we are told that Johansson landed head first in an empty swimming pool, and that is how he got the fucking plate on his head. Good mm-hmm. God! Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, but also amazing in these scenes is Sherman Hemsley and Mother Love just like they want to fuck so yeah. bad oh, that yeah. the kid knows. Well, <laughs> yeah. okay, this is oh. the, here's the thing oh. with this kid. Here's the oh. thing with this fucking kid. Okay, <laughs> this kid. Okay, so he comes in and uh, Sherman Hemsley's trying to put some hot sauce on something. Yes. Uh, well, and, it's it's the very insulting move, dude. If someone has made you yeah. a plate of food and you put that hot sauce on before you even taste it, very insulting. Okay. So, but th- this is so this is happening, and she's like, "Don't you do that? That's an insult." <laughs> and then uh, Alex shit boy comes in. He's like, "Geez, you could cut the sexual tension in here with a knife." Oh, and then, yeah. and then they look at each Cracks other. Open a cold Coca Cola. Yeah, and then they they look at each other like eh, maybe, and then he's like. I think this is too adult for me. I'm like, motherfucker, you started it. <laughs> totally. You are the horny master. You did it. <laughs> you said oh, sex man. and nobody wanted you to. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead, Steve. Oh, no. So, yeah, the next thing is basically that um, 
they are like drowning Austin Pendleton, you know, <laughs> which is a lot sure of fun are. to look at. Sure. I think it is yeah. fucking funny, man. Because it's a scene that starts and it's like David Johansson's just jawing at these hot, uh, hot, hot, right? Yes, remember that from the eighties? Do you remember that one from the eighties? And he gets his head buffered here. <laughs> yes. This yeah. is the real sexual shit. Yes, Eric, you're right. This is how the scene starts with the head buffering. And he's like, make sure you get the sides all even this time. And you're like, all right. And he's definitely like coming while this is happening. Like, absolutely. You know? 100%. Yeah. And then like the guy, one of the other guys, uh, you know, Wolfgang or one of the other guys is like, uh, hey, boss, it's been like 90 seconds. And he's like, all right. And then it's like revealed that Austin Pendleton's been underwater the whole time. Massive le- legitimate laugh in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I just want a whole uh, movie of a torturing Austin Pendleton because he's so good at being tortured. I would, like just put him in a season of 24, for God's sake. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you got to give me the the chip. I need the chip." And it's like, "What price is what? What price is what's your price?" And it's like, oh, "I don't know." And he's like, "What about your kids?" And my favorite thing is, I'm like, "You pig! You pig!" <laughs> yeah, calling also, him a like, pig is great. I would be like, if I if I were that dad, I'd be like, if I cared about those kids, I would have sh- I would have paid attention to them by now. Yeah. Yep. Hope. Yeah, like, uh, he should have been like, "Nice try, David Johansson." I don't give a shit about my kids. <laughs> have you seen the way I've been raising them? <laughs> I literally call him shit boy. What do you? What do you what? Yeah, come on, just uh, do it. Uh, so hell rains oh, down on the on the homestead uh, back at the house here because while Hulk Hogan is doing ballet with this little girl, the goons break down the door and immediately one of them immediately is like choking out Mother Love, and I'm like, you know what? Why don't you just make her sit on the couch? It's a lot. <laughs> well, the one first of all, this movie was sold on. Imagine Hulk Hogan in a tutu. Could you? Could you stop? Hold on to your sides when I tell what? you. The, that uh, that this cars are driving <laughs> off the road. <laughs> this gentleman, this because that, that's the poster, that's the trailer, yeah. that's yes, the whole right. fucking thing. Is this guy is going to do a tea party with a little girl and wear a tutu? And oh my god, can you even imagine? But he's a big strong man. <laughs> I know, Eric. It's just not done. Where did they get the Hulk size tutu? That's a great. That's a great. Well, that's, question. A, that's the the hugest joke of the movie. Is it's like, oh my god, you're wearing spandex, motherfucker. That's all you've ever worn. Like yeah. totally. Yeah. Like that's you wear it every day. Of course, it's a movie in the '90s with like cartoony bad guys. There is a karate guy. There has to be. Yep. You need a karate. Has to be guy. a karate guy. There's always one. <laughs> he has the best stunt work in the movie though, because he's the guy who runs upstairs after the kids. And like, mm-hmm. there's a gag that said it before. Does not matter how it happened. Who cares? But the kid has a wallet that if you open it, electricity comes out of it and it shocks you. And he's like, he says to this dude, here, take my wallet. All I have is (laughs) $10,000. And this guy opens the wallet and he gets electrocuted and falls off the, you know, overlook. You'd think it'd uh, be heavier for (laughs) $10,000. Also, you think that this would be the climax of the movie where like if you're setting up, if you're doing the Home Alone thing. If you're setting yes, up a kid yeah. who has all these wacky inventions, yep. turn the inventions back around on the bad guys. I was expecting a tripwire because there's so many yep. tripwires all over the house. That's ridiculous that you didn't bring that one back out. That's the kid's yeah. greatest hit. Check out tripwire. Like have them chase them through the gym and have yeah. them like have, do something with the magnet or like the electrocute them with the thing. Well, and some, somehow they die. But well, the, uh, the real thing that, that he uses that he gets, you do get another use of the electro wallet. 
when oh, he yeah. kills when he I assume kills the bullies. <laughs> yes. When they yes. try yes. to take it from him and fucking get electrocuted. Yes, Me? that is the debut of the electric wallet. Um You're right. the weird the weird thing here is why is Wolfgang like a terminator? Because yeah. like arguably yeah. Hulk Hogan could kick the shit out of this guy. Like he th- Wolfgang is also yeah. very much in shape. We see him fucking pull a door off of a safe at one point earlier in the film. But like it's the weird thing of Hulk Hogan's just like punching the shit out of this guy and he's like not even moving. Like, give me at least a fair fight between two wrestling shaped guys. That gag works when the guy punching is Harrison Ford. Yeah. Not yes. when it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You yes, can't do that gag exactly with right. Hulk Hogan. Because uh, otherwise, in- yeah, Wolfgang's a Terminator. He's invincible right. and he beats him up and they take the kids. Meanwhile, the doll has the microchip in it. Not that that matters, but it does. And it's with the girl. And this they is oddly, when- they take they take the kids and Sherman Helmsley. They <laughs> yeah. leave Hulk Hogan and Mother Love behind for <laughs> they, whatever reason. They have a gun, and one of the guys is like, "What about him?" And they're like, "We can't mix business with pleasure." Like, no, kill him now, yeah. and then you yep. don't have to worry about it. That's yeah. exactly right. I, I would argue, kill fucking Sherman Helmsley in front of the house. Why uh, not? Kill everyone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, that would have been great, Eric, if this movie yeah. just ended in a bloodbath. You did not see that coming. That would be amazing. Like, oh, this the the, the pit of blood was foreshadowing this fucking family annihilation. Oh my god. Um, but so whatever, that they, they bring them back and they're still trying to torture. They this kid gets punched in the face by David Johansson. Yeah, and does. it's really yes. something. It's, it's pretty satisfying. satisfying. It is, yes. It's Jake good, is, man. The it catharsis is. I felt with this kid because it happens twice. Like he gets he gets punched in the face or slapped by David Johansson. Then there's another part where I think it's Wolfgang <laughs> kicks this kid like across <laughs> the room. Holy yes. fuck, that's it's, funny. it's like a full on wire pull stunt. Yeah. Yes, it definitely. He just keeps going. <laughs> the kid is like, oh, Hulk Hogan has the chip. You have to get him over here. Right. So they call him, and then he gets on his motorcycle. I think Mother Love gives him some inspiration, like, I always believed in you or something. Sure, that's a movie now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this where he grabs the electric toilet seat? They think they think the chip is in that? Yes. yes that's that's correct. Correct. He says it's in the electric toilet seat because this kid has been designing fucking torture devices for Guantanamo. <laughs> I mean, putting electricity that close to water in general, like, come on. Not great idea. I know. I know. This kid's a fucking serial Crank killer. It it's up. crazy. Yeah. I will say I like that this. So he gets the toilet seat that has the that's has <laughs> the secret chip and the dolly thing. So uh-huh. Then starts my favorite part of this. It's about five minutes of Hulk Hogan in Miami Vice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he yeah. gets on yep. this speedboat and it's just like with this other ruffian uh, Dude, who this runs boat the boat fight. It's yeah. a fucking boat fight. Yeah. It's awesome. This is the yeah. question that I've always had with Hulk Hogan is why has that movie never happened? Like, you know what I mean? Like, No Holds Barred is the closest, but he's still a wrestler. Like, why isn't he just an, a down in his luck bot, uh, bounty hunter? Who gets See, involved in some coke isn't money? That Thunder in Paradise, kind of. Yeah, but it's a TV show, and it's like a little bit more PG thirteen. Like, I want him in a hard, an R rated. I mean, like, hard, hard <laughs> boat violence. Yeah, like, like, yeah. A, like a Van Damme esque movie where it's just yeah. it's Hulk I mean, Hogan fucking fucking people. The difference up. there is wrestling is for children, and yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme is European. That's adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you want? So you want a? Uh, you want a Leon the Professional with Hulk Hogan? <laughs> sure. Yes. Okay. So hey, you're uh, you're a little too young even for me, brother. <laughs> Ooh. 
This movie's a little French for me, if you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what's going on with this guy and this girl. I'm not wearing that hat. I don't know who you're talking about, this Chuck Chaplin. Uh... <laughs> but no, I mean, Steve, you're bringing up a question that I had, like, you know, watching this movie today, why he was never able to transfer into, like, more adult fare. Because, like, The Rock did it. The Rock started doing, like, you know, the, it, like, kid shit. The Rock like, was what successful, was... though. No, yeah, I guess that's true. But, like, the fact that he never wound up in bad direct-to-VHS action movies, though. Sure. Like, just give me one of the time. Yeah, Thunder in Paradise is very close, though. I will, I will give it points. But, yeah, there, this is Miami Vice. He's fighting people on boats and stuff. I mean, it's he, fun. It's a great fight. He gets handcuffed to the boat steering wheel, which he just proceeds to rip off. And then just he totally murders this guy. He fucking ties a rope around him and throws him into the bay. <laughs> Adios, dude. Is, is he being dragged behind that? Yeah, boat? probably. Because that's so. a terrible yeah. death. Like, I'd rather yeah. just be thrown off into the bay. Yep. No, that dude died horribly for Ooh. David Johansson. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Good move. When he gets on the boat, though, it's also great because he, he's riding the motorcycle right up to the dock and he just like skids out and throws the motorcycle <laughs> into two people. That is great. Using the motorcycle as a great. weapon. Yes, it's so awesome. Um, so he, he swims in and he swims like up into the hideout uh, in the same like square cut hole in the floor that I thought at one point in the movie. He just went past all the milk. Yes, it's like weird, like soggy gray water. Very strange. It's, the, it's, it's that just Florida be, water, you know? Yeah, that, that, that Biscayne Bay water there, I guess. Um, <laughs> It'd be great if he's swimming and he's like, the hell's this dog doing here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't I know you from somewhere, brother? That dog should, should save the day. Should start biting oh. people. Fuck, yeah. dude, yeah. If all of a sudden there was a hero dog in this movie. To be fair, it's Chekhov's dog. If you throw a dog in the first <laughs> act, it needs to come back in the third. Absolutely. For, for revenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <absolutely>. of course. <laughs> oh, no, it's that dog we sent to death. It's coming to get us. <laughs> oh, no, I saw a pet cemetery. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's a look. <laughs> look, brother, I know I should have... Uh... I should have stopped and uh, stopped that man from throwing you in the <laughs> ocean, but I was in a rush. I needed the job. I needed the job. It would I'm be, eating chili out of a can, brother. It'd be so cool if there was a flashback that showed David Johansson was the one throwing it into the bay because what all these criminal schemes don't make don't add up to much of anything. Now we're just turning this movie into Amaris Paros. And <laughs> yes. That's Correct. the lost fourth segment of Amora's Paros, where like <laughs> Gael Garcia Bernal rescues the dog from the fucking Miami beach and brings it to Mexico and trains it as a fighting dog. My first idea is microchips. My second is a wave of dog drowning. <laughs> <laughs> and then fixing wrestling matches. Yes. yes. Perfect. He infiltrates its sans dog, sadly, without just yeah. no dog. Yeah, it's a bummer. David Johansson does uh, kind of have a great line here because uh he has already of course recognized sherman helmsley but then here's hulk hogan and he goes uh i expect more from the man who wrestled at the west memphis pork Pork pavilion Pavilion. (laughs) no there's a line that he says like when he laments his hair that like has legitimately stuck with me since childhood he's like i had thick (laughs) lustrous manageable hair <laughs> manageable <laughs> it's great i think it's a genuinely good line and i'm very it, it, there's a reason it is stuck in my brain for at least two decades <laughs> all the hogan movies have like three good lines yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what you're getting out of it. 
Um, you're not getting him from this little boy though, because he's yep. got another shit ass <laughs> one coming up. But he goes, uh, uh, the craziest thing in this movie is Sherman Helmsley. He's like, you know, his wrists are bound by rope. He somehow gets his hands on a machine gun and shoots through the rope. Like he's got a machine gun, like tucked between his knees and he's firing it up well, into yeah. the ceiling. Well, he's got the Hemingway. He's got a toe on the trigger <laughs> and he's letting it go. Sherman Hemingway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the kid gets kicked in the face by Wolfgang, which is great. But so Hulk Hogan, like, <laughs> like he's like he's Jason Voorhees. Hulk Hogan wraps chains around this <laughs> yeah. guy, yes, and keeps wrapping him in chains, and then like ties it and hooks it to a thing, and then this fucking kid just goes, "Hang out, Wolfie, baby," <laughs> and pushes yeah. like the button, and the thing like you know hangs this guy up in the air. Wolfie, baby, get out of here kid- with this kid and his one line. Oh, the kid's got one good line when they when uh, David Johansson thinks that the uh, the electric toilet seat contains the microchip. He says, "Yeah, there's no chip in there, dork brain." <laughs> yeah what, no, what does he say like so sue me and it was like it was a real excuse me princess uh, moment yeah we were trying to get that on t-shirts man so sue me it's the 90s <laughs> that was also a suburban commando the the, the neighbors were like oh yeah, we're yeah. not we're not gonna kick your ass what do you think it's the 90s we're gonna sue you you're <laughs> yep. totally right yeah. i do Our, think so sue me was like that classic schoolyard Thing that you said to people in the 90s where it was like so sue me i don't know it was just so it was so dumb that I mean, that's what that, those jokes began to erode the sense of law and order in this nation that's true that's true, true. Yeah. There's a direct that is why we now live in our age of american carnage yes <laughs> we, we there's a direct line between that so sue me and uh mr nanny all the way to the attack on the Capitol. absolutely you, you can find it do one of those memes with that little domino thing <laughs> who knows i mean where the fuck is this guy who played the kid these days man maybe he was there on the capital step he might have he's been the he's shaman. Q. I don't he's yeah. q actually <laughs> he's the shaman. yeah that's it's a branch of the proud boys the shit boys, the shit boys. Yeah. i believe it it's the same uh, thing they're just the same exact organization yeah, yeah, yeah. canada's uh canada's newest terrorists the proud boys He's using so David Johansson decides out of nowhere he's going to be like a villain in a Ninja Turtles cartoon. He is like bending over and using this metal plate yes. as like a ramrod kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it is insane. He's like, I will not be denied my pleasure. <laughs> I will hurt your belly and maybe kill myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will like break this. my own neck. I mean, yeah, because I mean, like how how much power are you getting to this guy it's you know what i mean what he's doing right here is what they teach you uh like your first day of playing like like pop warner football right when you're a little kid and you start you learn how to play football like when they teach you how to tackle the first thing they tell you is do not do it with your head down like that because you will 100 percent break your fucking neck <laughs> <laughs> It works the same way that Jaws's jaws work in yes. in James yeah. Bond. Like like your teeth shouldn't be able to do it no matter how metal it is, but metal yep. equals strong. So right, yeah, yeah that's, that's about right. And the kid wires something that you know zaps. Oh, he his and the brain. dad work together and like babbled the techno about we can generate electricity. Yeah. Try to figure out what the fuck they're talking about here with this whole contraption. I have yeah. no idea. This, this is that educational bent thing where like you have to get some facts in here. Like yeah. this is infotainment. Don't you know, Dad? This is a transformer. We can do this thing and that thing, and it'll tell you how much I know. I hear transformer. <laughs> I still think robot that turns into car, car that turns yeah, into yeah. robot. 
That'd <laughs> me be, too, dude. Me too. That'd be cool if there was a Deus Ex Transformer here. Hulk Hogan, get the fuck out of here with these kids. <laughs> I'll take it from here. I'm Sherman Helmsley's newest bodyguard. We go way back. He took a bullet for me once. <laughs> They do it I, twice too, because the end later he's like, "Oh yeah, and a conductor, a person who drives a train." <laughs> <laughs> but they do is David Johansson's dead here, right? Because basically, his oh, head gets, he goes into yes, space. Yes. Yeah, either he's dead or he's fucking living out the rest of his days on the moon, dude. I don't know. Bumps into Rita Repulsa from the Power Rangers reboot. Yeah. We see his head fall to the ground. The plate. The plate. plate. Yeah, yeah, that's disgusting, dude. There's a little bit of fucking like viscera in there. Like brain in there. (laughs) Scanner cop. Stealing from scanner cop. (laughs) You're totally right. Yeah. Or did scanner cop steal it from Mr. Nanny? (laughs) That's a great question. Oh, scanner cop came out a year after this movie, so it's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? They perfected it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Way better uh, in scanner cop. And everybody cribs from uh, Gottlieb. We, we all know yeah. this. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a the sparks of 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 nineties <laughs> uh, movies. Like everything is, comes back to him. Yeah. Well, we should point out like when like the the plan is like he just gets they they build a magnet and so as like David Johansson is like you know running of the bull running towards Hulk Hogan for his final <laughs> head strike. He suddenly like flies into this rod and spins around yes, it Looney yes. Tunes style. Um, it's amazing. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's it. It takes a while. Like any any disbelief you had, it's over with. Like there's yeah. just just it's it's gone. And and Austin Pendleton is like smiling at this person being murdered in front of him. Yes. That, well, now he knows. Like now, finally, no one he's, is after my microchip He's gotten a taste. Well, he's gotten a taste for blood, and so now he <laughs> and it's going to be like Dexter. Yeah, he, like that's that's how he and his son are going to bond now. The kid has a shit ass line right here, though. When the plate falls back on the ground, he goes, "Man, really blew his top." Uh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> the thing, the, no, the only thing worse than that line is how satisfied Shit Boy is saying those words. I'm like, yeah. don't you be proud of this? Well, because if you're that little kid actor, you're looking at the script and you're you're doing these scenes and you're like, wait a second, I have all the funny zingers in this movie. I'm going to be huge after this. Yeah. I'm going to put some stank on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of so, confused what happens at the real end of this movie because suddenly Sherman Helmsley becomes chief of police. I don't even know what, what this is. I don't I know what this He's is. He's dressed dude. like Gaddafi at the end. Like, what medal did he win? <laughs> Dude, I don't know, like the shoulder pads on this jacket Dude, that he's got. You just don't remember '90s them. fashions, man. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. And I, th- hey, everybody, I'm president for life. And he's just walking around <laughs> okay. like a dictator. There it goes. Just like, call him the president. It's fine. We call that Gaddafiing. Yeah, yeah, it's the Gaddafiing. I feel like what you're supposed to believe there is that he is just like. He's the new head of security for yes. Austin Pendleton, I think is the idea. Got but the, it. the fact that there is this ridiculous fucking fairy men's uh, Captain of the Titanic fucking outfit he's got on. And it's we, so dumb. We get a, a reprise of Dream Dad uh, yeah. while literally the two like the two dads are talking like yeah. Hulk and Pendleton. And they're like, no, he's the real dad. Don't you get it? <laughs> and it's crazy, too, because uh, Pendleton is like, you know. Well, you know, you did a really great job, Hulk Hogan. And he's like, no, brother, you're doing a great job. I'll tell you what, raising kids is the toughest gig I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that? (laughs) Well, and the whole thing, he ends it because he's like, I'm going to take a break for a while. But the kids who love him now 
mind you, uh, don't want that to happen. So to preserve them, like he, they prank him again. Yes. One last prank for the road, dude. One you kind of fucking throw this, him off a fully operating motorcycle where he's not wearing. Wouldn't it be funny if that was the thing that finally killed him? Well, that's <laughs> the, the criminal mind shit. They're gonna get him and then stuff him, and then he's just in their room. He's their doll to play with. Essentially, <laughs> they're gonna weaken at Bernie's him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tea party. That final shot of him just midair flying to an Dude. unknown future or death <laughs> yeah. or what? Gonna meet his fucking father in hell tonight. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It is very much like the end of The Graduate. You see him looking out. Yeah. You don't know what that look means yeah. necessarily. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I, instead of if it was a weekend of Bernie's situation, though, instead of Calypso music that makes him go and walk around, it'd be uh-huh. butt rock or, or dream dad. And I keep I keep having this dream of where I'm flying off a motorcycle and going up ahead of me is my own father. Of course, I'm now the older man, and then he's <laughs> flying off the motorcycle. <laughs> and that oh, was it. Oh, man. Were you saying something, Kevin? I'm sorry. I said, and that was it. Oh, and that, and that was it <laughs> indeed, it, yeah. dude. That is the end of the movie. I wanted to point out, um, because I'm sure, <laughs> sure someone's going to mention it, so just to stop some tweets here, none of us knew this until I'm about to say it right now. Apparently, in 2014, director Michael Gottlieb was killed in a motorcycle accident. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So we did not know that until I just it. said it now. However, to just shout out this dude's filmography for a second, um, not not a huge director. I think he was more of like a writer and producer on things, but director of 1987's Mannequin. Absolutely. Oh, wow. and, Manne- well, and he wrote Mannequin, too. Oh, um, so he maybe wrote uh, Mannequin One also. Then I don't know. Let's yeah, see. yeah, he wrote. He's he's the mastermind behind the Mannequin franchise. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably his best work. Probably. And he did a kid in King Arthur's Court. No, absolutely. Thank you. That's that's yeah. <laughs> but that's it has trash. a pre-fame Daniel Craig in it. It does. And Kate wow. Winslet. <laughs> Ooh, that I didn't remember. Oh yeah, Kate Winslet, Princess Sarah, and Daniel Craig as Master Kane. Master okay. Kane. All right, I'm watching okay, this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, oh man, would anybody recommend this movie? Uh, Clint, as the guest this week, we'll start with you. Uh, could you repeat the question? I was what? not. I was too busy <laughs> mesmerized by Kid in King Arthur's Court. Would you Would you recommend uh, this film to the listening public? Oh no, I would recommend you listen to Rough Stuff for 90 minutes, and uh, <laughs> the, you will have a better time. <laughs> Fair enough, uh, Steve Sadak. Yeah, I think that this is the worst of the bunch. I mean, like I, I just considered the fir- the first three: the Noel's Bard, Suburban Commando, and Mister Nanny. Like, I think you're better off watching Su- Suburban Commando. At least there's like weird space shit in that, and Christopher <laughs> yeah. Lloyd. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this it's is a like- step up from Austin Pendleton. Love Austin Pendleton, but sure. Chris Lloyd is a step up. Austin yeah. Pendleton, in- international man of Mendleton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a no for me. Uh, Chris Cabin. Uh, no, but I do have, I mean, I have to own up. I watched this like hundreds. I I watched this so much as a kid. I had the tape, uh, but going back to it, it was pretty rough. I would say of the Hulk movies, uh, no holds barred is the one I remember the best. Like that's the most remarkable to me because Uh, it has the line, dude. Well, Dookie! <laughs> Dookie and Lister. Yeah, I mean, it has a lot going for it. Um, I, I, I certainly enjoy this more than the ripoffs of this that have come since, like Pacifier. Yeah. Uh, yes, that other, was the Vin Diesel one, right? Yeah, and like Tooth Fairy, the the original Dwayne Johnson one, very similar to this as well. The game plan also yeah. kind of like this. Yeah. 
like this at least has like a little bit more weirdness to it. There's not so much control. Uh, but yeah, don't see it. John Cena <laughs> had one just like a year or two ago. He, he was like playing with fire. He was like a firefighter. Or oh, something. yes. Yes. And that, yeah. yes, that was the latest iteration of this thing of tough guy hanging ba- out with kids. Bautista yeah. just had one at early last year called yeah. My Spy. Which yes. actually is not terrible. Oh, really? I yeah, haven't seen it. I, I, think, I, I, I think it knows how to use Batista's size, if that makes sense. It like would they know make, how yeah. to just depict him as a giant dude who is awkward in his body. Hmm. It would make sense <laughs> that Batista would make the best version of it, for sure. Okay, yeah. now all you guys, hold on to your monocles. I'm going to suggest this movie and oh. recommend it in, in, very lightly in terms of once you and all the boys get vaccinated, you get back together, you, you fucking get hammered, get a good old, uh, yeah. good old fashioned drunk on and put this uh, on. I mean, the yep. other Hulk Hogan movies are probably better, but it's still just dumb donkey shit bullshit. You can watch with the boys. Just crack open a can of beans. <laughs> exactly. in a can. Okay, I would say drunk. I like that. Oh, I've been there. Uh, Eat your slop. <laughs> I, I would say, Eric, I agree with you because, like, sitting at home today by myself, just watching this this morning, I wanted to just straight up die. Yeah. But I can totally see, like, in normal times, getting together with friends, watching this movie, because it is ridiculous. It is a trip down memory lane, one in which I was like, how did my parents not throw me in a river <laughs> fucking putting movies like this on, you know? Um, so I'd, I'd recommend it in social, in safe social situations only. Watching it alone at, you know, 10 a.m. with black coffee, yeah, probably, probably not. Not, not so great. The bummer about Hulk Hogan's IMDb page here, trying to find all the things that he's like acted in, is all of his wrestling shit is in with that. So it's like you have to scroll because I'm sitting here scrolling, but like you got to look through dozens of just like random WWF shit that he's just got credits as Hulk Hogan for. Um, But you know what? 1993 is when Thunder in Paradise came out. He's driving a boat. He's firing guns. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a pretty lady that he's trying to save. And his I character's it, name is Randolph J. Hurricane Spencer. Dude, his uh, nickname is Hurricane. I mean, that's it's really all you need. <laughs> yeah. They did supposedly cut it into like a under two hour, like condensed like movie story. Because um, if you look it up on IMDb, there is a Thunder in Paradise 93, one hour and 44 minutes. I wish that was available. Or maybe it is. I don't know. He was in a a four season long animated show called China Illinois for Adult Swim. Nope. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Right alongside guess Brad Neely created. Oh it. right. Okay. All right. And Greta Gerwig has a voice in it. Oh no. That's interesting. And Brad Neely's funny. I like Brad Neely. Hey, yeah. uh, hey, Greta. Yeah, it's Terry. Just want to tell you, I just caught Little Women in the theater. Loved it, darling. <laughs> you did a great job there. I'm scrolling on his IMDb, and Steve, you might be interested. There's an R-rated movie in 98. He was in The Ultimate Weapon. I like the sound of that. Um, Yeah, (laughs) that might be something. Because that's what I was talking about, dude. Those were the kind of movies I wish he got to make more of. And now you're telling me The Ultimate Weapon. Let's see. Oh, here we go. 1990. Oh, man. And he's playing a dude named Cutter. Oh, we got to find this. There's there's another (laughs) R-rated movie from 97, Assault on Devil's Island, where he's got long fake hair and no mustache. (laughs) And and oh, my God. I don't think I've ever seen Carl Weathers. He was in an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger as a character named Boomer Knight. That sounds right. That's what they know about the boardwalk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Wait a second, though. Back to Assault on Devil's Island, because you're right, Eric. Carl Weathers, Hulk Hogan, Shannon Tweed, fucking Martin Cove is in the movie. John Kreese <laughs> himself. Uh, Trevor Goddard, uh, R.I.P., the uh, yeah, Kano, Kano in Mortal Kombat. It says it's a TV movie, but I'm thinking it might be Showtime or HBO or something because it is supposedly rated R. And, you I know, like, the lines uh, are blurred anymore anyway. What is <laughs> TV? Sure. What is film? <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that is going to do it uh, on Mr. Nanny, uh, unfortunately, from 1993, directed by Michael Gottlieb. Uh, Clint, one more time, give a give a quick uh, pitch to the audience where they can find your work on the Internet. Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Clint Worthing. Um, I also run The Spool, which you can find on Twitter at The Spool, and you can find the website itself at thespool.net. Um, search for me in the podcast world on uh, on Travolta Cage with Nathan Rabin and the podcast More of a Comment, really, which is an interview podcast I do for The Spool where I talk to film and TV composers. And you can also find my, uh, my you know, uh, headlines everywhere else, just literally everywhere else. I pitch <laughs> everywhere and uh, I just I need money, please. there you go dude uh and as always uh we hate movies you can check out more content of course patreon.com slash we hate movies we have introduced a new patreon tier into the family steve sadek if you want to take that away yeah it is the walsh the ten dollar tier the executive tier we'll call that it's uh (laughs) it gives you a uh we've already dropped it our uh nexus style uh episode on uh series on Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place. It's going to be monthly, but there's all sorts of crazy bonus shows coming up. Uh, next month, we're going to do some kind of a recap on Zack Snyder's Justice League, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what we have to keep calling it, right? Because that's how they're distinguishing it? Yes, they're, call- they're not calling the Snyder Cut because they won't give those people that much, but they're going to call it <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. And uh, then the month after that, in April, we're going to be bi-monthly every other month uh, we'll be doing an, a once in a lifetime. You've asked for it. It's coming. We're going to do lifetime movies on that tier as well. That tier is going to be really, really. And it also obviously gets you everything else we do, which includes this month. Gremlins 2, right? That's right. The new batch. Oh, yeah. Hey, the Gremlins, new. get out of that projection booth. Give me some hot popcorn. Uh, so we, we got that going on. We got Animation Damnation, the Gleep Glossary, the Nexus, all that stuff. You get it all uh, on this $10 tier, plus all these new shows that we've announced. Uh, and, of course, hey, Steve, you know what? I mean, as always, man, the show rolls on here on this free feed. So next Tuesday, uh, what uh, classic piece of cinema are we covering? We're doing something, because I've never heard of it, called Live Wire, yes. Eric Siska. I'm oh, so, yes. so pumped for this. I believe HBO has it. May, don't quote me on that. Look for yourself. But Pierce Brosnan, Ron Silver, bomb-diffusing movie. It's one of the best things I've discovered in the past wow. few years. It's fucking totally batshit crazy, and it was a great, like, like, telling like so i had eric tell me like live wire is great you gotta watch it and then i watch it he's fucking dead on correct and that's like a gift man that is a gift that will be forever <laughs> with me live wire yeah, it's I'm so excited. much fucking fun it is it is pierce brosnan trying to do a new york detective accent Steve, oh, so look out oh, below for man. that i'm excited uh, so, <laughs> zero uh, so, percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> it's good though i would i would definitely it's recommend it yeah, that, it, this is a, it's a recommended advance. I'm so excited to rewatch it next week. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm Andrew Jupin, Stephen Sadak, Eric Siska, Chris Cabin, and Clint Worthington. Take it easy.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.